So professional Honda spokesman, uh, James Hinchcliffe, if uh, you could describe this lunch you just had uh, with us in one word, what would it be? Refreshing. It's very delightful. That's a very delightful answer. I don't buy it. No, I was going to say spicy. Ooh. Ooh. That's a spicy Closer. meatball. Yeah, yeah a spicy chicken sandwich. That's what it I was did. talking about. Like the physical meal itself was spicy. Oh, it was actually <laughs> quite. Yeah, the yeah, food okay. was spicy. Conversation. Yeah. The company yeah. was refreshing. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Delightful. And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. Welcome to Dinner with Racers. I am Sean Heckman. I am Ryan Eversley. And we are currently driving somewhere in between Kentucky and Tennessee back to Atlanta because we are wrapping up a seven-day journey into Indianapolis and back uh, because we are doing a semi-new format of Dinner with Racers. For those who are listening in after having heard the last couple years, uh, we are changing things up from our usual giant 30-day trip where you get 25 or 30 meals or so, and instead just spending sort of a week at a time throughout the year to take some racers to some free meals. The good thing is that rather than one uh, giant offloading of episodes that you get in the wintertime, we're now going to give you several episodes throughout the year. Hopefully you enjoy getting more constant content, and we won't kill each other. So we went up to Indianapolis. We uh, hooked up with a, a buddy of ours, James Hinchcliffe. And uh, you, if you follow any sort of auto racing in this country, you know who James Hinchcliffe is. First off, he's a mayor, but also he's had a lot of success in the IndyCar series, not only on track, but off the track. He's uh, kind of a household name for the sport and just like a fan favorite anywhere he goes. So for those who don't know uh, sort of the quick career bio on James, he is a product of sort of the American ladder system, did all the traditional things an IndyCar driver would do, Atlantics into Indy Lights into indie cars also did some a1gp when that was a thing and uh, he's one of the fan favorites because he's one of the best storytellers one of the funniest guys in the paddock but he's also done a ton of media and self-promotion outside of the sport most notably he was on the uh, u.s pop culture juggernaut dancing with the stars uh, where he was runner-up which meant he brought a lot of eyeballs to indycar and was a brand new face and name for those who maybe weren't as familiar with the sport he also went through a uh tremendous crash at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway a few years ago, which uh, could have killed him, but we didn't talk about that at all. But what we did talk about was uh, greedy, greedy Hollywood bastards. The first time you met him. He calls bullshit on some of the uh, purest arguments and safety. How Canadians think they're superior to Americans. He talks about Jeff Gordon's retirement party uh, featuring Kyle Larson and PJ Chesson. And of course, we hear about Fred Savage. So we headed out to Sarah Fisher's 1911 Grill in Speedway, Indiana. 1911 Grill is becoming sort of our Tegri hangout. We went there even once. They are the Tegri of Indianapolis. They are the Tegri of Indianapolis Buffalo chicken sandwiches. But on this particular occasion, I had the Buffalo chicken wrap, and I believe you had a... Oh, I had a a chicken sandwich. Sure, sure you did. Of course we couldn't have done this without the support of Acura, as well as... uh, What's that tire company? Oh, that's Continental Tire. It's Continental Tire, right? It's It's Continental Continental Tire. Tire. Yeah. But... I think you got to do that. I got to do it? Yeah, because... Dance monkey dance? Dance monkey. Fine. Continental Tire. Again? Continental Tire. Nice. James Hinchcliffe. Oh, also, thanks to the fan that spotted us and tweeted about us but did not reveal who the guest was. James Hinchcliffe. 
Also, before we start, just a quick note that we recorded this before the Indy Grand Prix, which meant it was before Indianapolis 500 qualifying in 2018, and also before any uh, personnel changes within uh, Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports. So all that happened afterwards. Enjoy! Alright, we're going to start in 5, 4, 3, 2... Hanging out, putting out the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just for you. Big deal. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> I like it. So, it's new and exciting, guys. Everything. When'd you get in town? Uh, last night. Yeah. Put that on. Um, just a water's fine for me, actually. Three yeah. shots Thank of whiskey. Hitchtown um, Hammerdown, man. <laughs> it's on tap. <laughs> is it really? Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm nice. in one of those. Yeah, the spark plug in between the Coors Light and the and the I, Sun King. Oh, dude, we're doing that. A friend yeah. of mine brought some back for me when she was up here for like a business business trip. So right. I had it in my fridge for about a year. There you go. And I was trying to like spread it out because I wasn't coming to Indy for anything. Yeah, it's actually really good. Thanks, man. How does that come together? That comes together through uh, meeting the guy that owned Flat Twelve and uh, just kind of he, he loves doing stuff around the you know around the city and being sure. involved in the community, whatever. And obviously Indy, and so. Uh, he just, he just, we were just chatting one day, and we were just, he's like, hey, do you want to do a, like a collaboration beer for the month of May? Right. I was like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're asking a Canadian if he wants a beer named after him. Right. Yes, right. absolutely. <laughs> what do you, what do you do? Hi. <laughs> and, uh, and so he was just, you know, I, I, I sat with their head brewmaster. We talked about what kind of beer we want it to be, and, right. you know, we did some different samplings or whatever, and then uh, did a Twitter contest to name it. And it sold really well. So the next year, he's like, do you want to do it again? I'm like, again, stupid question. Right. But sure. And thank you. And then uh, it sold. This they made like twice as much because it sold really well the first time. And then right. at the end of that month, he was like, "So this is going well. Should we just make this like a seasonal thing for the whole IndyCar season?" Yeah, yeah. And I said, "Yes, we should." Yeah, absolutely. Nice. So now it's, you see a lot of a lot of guys going to say winemaking. Like we did, we had this conversation with with Mario last year. Name drop. And yeah, <laughs> boom, happened. I don't know if you've ever heard of Mario. <laughs> we were just hanging out with Mario. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you know, even into however many years into his deal, we asked if it was profitable, oh, yeah. and he he. Like, how dare you? Yeah, he was kind of. He, he wasn't too impressed with that question. Yeah. Uh, is, is so is it is it a real business is the wrong term, but like is this is this a thing? Is this something you can actually uh, build off of? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's not uh, getting that beer money yet. Cra- yeah. yeah, craft craft right. beer is a uh, is a marginal business at Fair best. Enough, right. You okay. know? So uh, yeah, I, I get a I get a check from them every year. I will not be retiring okay, cool. off my. Uh, but you're getting my something earnings. off of it. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah for, beer sure. Money. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's become pretty popular in town. You know, it yeah. sells really well. It's a good yeah. beer. Right. Yeah, I was like, eh, we'll month. see about this. No, it's actually good. Yeah. I haven't tried Takuma's yet. He's got a beer now. Oh wait, what? Yeah, they actually it was Big Woods. It was that restaurant right there. They uh, they did something for him as the winner last year and huh. so he just well, saw a thing on when are we uh, hang out with him Sunday night Sunday night yeah, yeah he'll be uh, off the you, call are you eating there we're eating oh. it in Carmel so probably not but he yeah. wa- the place he wanted to go was closed no it was closed Monday oh, night right. yeah, and then yeah, he switched yeah. it to so Sunday so many places are closed on Monday yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. you know that's one of the hardest things like coming from LA it's you come to a place like Indy and everything's shut down at eight eight thirty nine it's like what the hell but yeah you gotta know where to go there's, yeah. a, there's a couple places but. The Monday thing is what drives me nuts. Because obviously we get home late Sunday night. Yeah. Monday yeah, so you're just can. vegging. Yeah, exactly. let's, just, let's just go grab let's dinner. Go We've had a rough week. Let's right. go grab dinner at our right, favorite yeah. spot. Walk up there. Like, damn it. Yeah, I would have thought the opposite here. Yeah. We don't need to kind of do a background check on you because everybody knows who you are. But I do want to ask you, because you came through, like, the, the actual, like, junior formula ranks. And one of the questions we've asked people over the years is, like, who's the best guy that we never heard of, that never made it, that you're like, man, if that guy could have just had a better year or been with the right team or something – 
Man, that's a tough question. Is it is it Robert Wickens? <laughs> <laughs> it's Cole Pern. Yeah, yeah. Five months ago, I would have been Robert Wickens. <laughs> right. But, um, no, honestly, man. Like, if you were just to put a guy in a race car, it's it's tough. So here, I guess here's here's part of the problem is coming up through the ranks as I did. I came up at a really good time in the sense that the competition was stout yeah. every year of my junior Formula Car career. Yeah. And a lot of the guys that I raced against and had a lot of time for and respect for, you've heard of them. They all ended up somewhere. Right. Like yeah. My year in Pro Mazda, for the top five in the championship, ended up being IndyCar drivers. Right. You know, so a lot of those guys were really good. And the guy that won that year, and this is the, this is the guy that, you know, I, I, I feel bad for in a lot of ways, but uh, Rafa Matos. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows him because yeah. he did. Yeah. He made it to Indy. But you put that guy in a car and he will drive it as fast as it can physically go. Right. right. You know, he struggled on setting it up. Um, and I think that's ultimately, you know, when he was at a one-car yeah, team, one team, in Indy car startup, that, yeah. you know, as a rookie, yep. it, it wasn't a particularly great team at sure. the time anyway. Yep. He had a lot of things stacked against him, and I think it's really unfortunate because his natural talent level was, I mean, it's through the roof, yeah. man. Yeah, looking at your history and results, he was always, like, in the hunt. He was the one the teammate that, like, it was, I mean, I beat him a couple times, right. but, like, he handily dealt with me right. the entire season. Yeah. Interesting. So is there anybody from, like, the karting days from when you're starting out? Uh, Wade Van Hoosier, I remember that kid. He used to he used to win a ton when we were doing 80, 80 shifter and Scusa right. and things like that. But again, we were up against guys like Graham. You know, yeah. he was racing at that time. Alan Shudo, that okay. was another oh, one. Yeah. He I was phenomenal yeah. in eighty and one twenty five. He got into cars. I think he made it as, as high as Pro Mazda. He went um, to Atlantics for a little he, bit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, right. he did. Yeah, yeah, but it was he did some, did some Atlantics. But yeah. he, man, he was just so fast in a go-kart yeah. right. and going all the way back like my very first go-kart rival kind of thing yeah a guy called marco DeLeo, oh, and yeah. uh you know he, he made it to mazda and his brother ran uh, I, Barbara Dodge I raced Pro against and, dan and uh, yeah. mazda as well yeah and uh both those guys were just wicked talented yeah. really really good guys in, in go-karts and now they actually own the car track yeah right yeah it's like the yeah. family business yeah. yeah so what are you doing today what's your deal you know what man it's uh it's officially may i don't know if you knew that yeah and I, I say yesterday. Does that, that check yeah. out? Sure. God, I think so. <laughs> I'll take his word. Yeah, it well, might Dave, not be the same in Canada. Is today Thursday or Friday? It is Thursday the 10th. Today's Thursday. Yeah. So on Tuesday was my first, like, real May day. It okay. started a bit late for me. Right. So, like, we ha I had some stuff going on, but Tuesday was the first day where I woke up. And from the minute I woke up to the minute I went to bed, my day was planned. Sure. Right. Uh, so we're now officially in that. Yeah. Uh, today, obviously, it's setup day for the GP. So we're going to head to the track after this and yeah. do all the engineering briefs and yeah. probably track walk and all that kind of Jazz. So, right. We've never really talked about this one, but like when you say May, like yes, there's a lot of on track activity, but but you say from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed, how full is the schedule from here to, to the race? It's out of control. So like so like today like today's kind of casual, but you said Tuesday was a busy day. So walk us what is what is it Tuesday? There was no track activity. There's no track activity, so because my memory is failing me in my old age, uh, I will revert back to my calendar. So uh, Tuesday, woke up, went to train at Pit Fit. Okay. Uh, 11.15, I had a visit at an elementary school with That's some cool. kids, which was cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I then had a, um, a talk at a Lincoln Tech campus here in town. They're okay. a partner of SPM, and we have a... A program where we take a, a teacher and that's and like for those who don't know that's like a semi-vocational kind of school yeah, yeah so it's yeah it's basically to work in the car industry yeah. you know car mechanics things like that yeah uh we then went to a three-hour appearance at a um a facility in town here that um works for rehab with kids with uh physical and, and, and learning disabilities cool. using horses no oh, these cool. horses as part of the therapy really okay. really fascinating cool. kind of concept yeah. we've yeah. done this cool event called the horsepower 500 the last couple of nice. years raising money nice. for them okay and then had a sponsored dinner. So it was, 
it was literally from the minute I woke up to the minute I went to bed. It was pretty pretty flat out. And that's just but like this every day when you're not on track. Basically, yeah. yeah. And even some days when you are on track. Yeah, right, say, right. But that's probably, and, and I'm assuming that your schedule probably is quite a bit different from like a Gabby Chavez or a Munoz or something because you've been a, a public figure and really worked hard on the publicity side of things. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, it depends what team you're with. And, yeah, you right. know, I, I remember, I remember when, when Joseph was driving for uh, Fisher, uh, Fisher Hartman, and... Uh, signed the deal with Ed you know at the time he was still living in Indy and, and training at Pit Fit with us and um, you know at that point I'd already been through like the GoDaddy phase and because you know my rookie year was the same as kind of what Joseph had had his first three years you right. know I was with Newman Haas I had a sponsor but they were a Canadian company they did some right. stuff in Toronto but they didn't really care about right, us right, 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 so right. I had a pretty lax rookie year <laughs> yeah. right and Joseph had a pretty lax rookie three years you know yeah. and then he signs this deal with Ed and he's got Fuzzy's Vodka now yeah and I remember being at the gym with him one morning, and I, I was like, man, you look a little tired. He goes, dude, I don't know how you do it. I don't know <laughs> right. how you've done it. <laughs> right. And, you know, he's obviously graduated to the most, right. you know, corporate <laughs> right. place yeah, on earth. Go, so you know? yeah. he's now very – and Simon said the same thing. When he left Schmidt and went to Penske, he's like, yeah. man, the difference is crazy. And, right. you know, at Andretti, they've got tons of team sponsors, and yeah. so you're always doing events. So the team you're on has got something to do with it. Um, but but yeah, it sounds like the sponsor is a big part of it. So if it's – in other words, if it's a – just a wealthy guy kind of having fun the commitments right. are a lot less than say like with arrow or some of the people that you're working with. correct yeah. for sure so yeah, yeah gabby's schedule will be a little bit a little bit lighter but there are a lot of mandatory things that we have to do as drivers through the month that everybody is is a part of and yeah it's different in that sense from now, the normal race historically there's qualifying uh over the weekend and then there's a monday practice and then everybody kind of has to leave the the indie basically and everybody goes on the respective thing for two days are you is it just obligatory that you're going to be the canadian visit no, it was for a long time. Yeah. I think I did four straight years of doing the Toronto, uh, the Toronto tour. But um, then uh, I think a, a, a series of things, you know, put me on a, on a bigger, yeah, I, I guess put a bigger spotlight on me yeah, when yeah, I yeah. tried to kill myself. That, yeah. that helped. Wait, and, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and then there was this, you know, television show I was a yeah. part of for a while. And so then I started getting the... the <laughs> The big city things Wait, like New York and LA. Yeah, and I was like, I, I used to be a part of what is, that's the a little move. show, a little called. show called Yeah, 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 yeah. Dancing with the So, oh, yeah, so you, you're dating an actress. Um, uh, has she ever pulled the? Uh, I was on a show called, but it's a very popular show. Uh, for sure, because like the first thing, <laughs> but like that's what you do. Right? The first thing right. that that's like when, is, you know when she introduces herself or someone asks what she does, because this is like full attempt at being humble. The first, well, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's genuine. I mean, uh, no, I'm not saying you know it's it's genuine. It's he not like a humble. Brag. He disagrees. I might disagree, but <laughs> it's, you don't. Here's the thing: you don't assume okay. anybody's seen anything, right? Because right. there's some really popular. I, I love TV. I, right. I watch a lot of TV, and I watch a lot of movies. Big Good. movie buff. Good, but. If there, there are a lot of like popular shows that I've never watched. Like sure. I know The Wire is a very popular. Yeah, show. I'm on that. Like people get mad at me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, never yeah. seen it. Um, yeah. What's uh, Walking Dead? For me, it's Dead. Game of Thrones. It's the same thing. Yeah. I just started that. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I, I can't get yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many storylines. I'm like, I'm not gonna even start. I can't so do it. I finally yeah. bit the bullet on that one. Okay, right. but we're only like halfway through. Yeah. fair enough. But so you don't you don't assume. So like you know she did uh, she did a spot on Suits, right? So I'm right. like, oh, it's like well, have you, have you ever seen Suits? Like everybody's heard of Suits, right? So like, but you don't know if they've seen it or not. So I get it. <laughs> Part of it. Um, so you were here yesterday, like just for I lunch, was. or oh, by the way, what's that? Okay. Here at the 1911, 1911 Grill, Grill yesterday. The 1911 Grill, uh, which has some very good beers on tap, but one in particular <laughs> is Budweiser. Yeah. No. <laughs> is that even true? No, it's not. No, they're they're cores. They got Bud Light. Light. Yeah, okay. They got cores. They yeah. got Liftoff, which all is Daredevil. Right. Which is we're going to bleep all of these and just say and yours. Just say yours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But they have Hinged on Hammerdown from Flat 12 Beer Works. Yeah. <laughs> but I know I, I was here yesterday for uh, for a lunch meeting. Okay. Yeah. So uh, 
you know, I mean, this this place, if you don't know, is you know, it's co-owned by Sarah Fisher and, yep. and, and her family, and um, they've got that go-karting place next door. And yeah, she's such a she's such a cool person. We had her on season one, and she's like, we I mean, we know Sarah Fisher, yeah. but she's like just a cool person in general. For like, sure. Can you come on the road with us? Yeah, like, exactly. You'd be a great exactly. third person. Yeah. So just anytime we have a chance to anything I've got to do in town, if I have a choice, I'm like, yeah, let's let's go to Sarah's place. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I just love it here. Oh, it's so close to everything too. For sure. Uh, how many times a week do you eat at Tegri Sushi? Oh man, because <laughs> we've been there so many times. So you get that from? We went the first year and did a uh, Sarah Fisher. We did like three people there. Uh, yeah. First year was just Sarah, and then the Is second right? year we went like three we, times. Yeah, yeah but yeah, we yeah. came back the second year after only getting on there once, and they're like, "Oh, you're back!" Yeah. They're like, "What?" That, and now that's yeah. a point where they're like, "There's your table set if, up." You if know. I didn't have to be at the speedway after this, that would have been where right. we went. Yeah, I live. That's the spot, I live man. three minutes away okay. from Tegra. Yeah. So, okay, so I, I've got a question for you guys, oh right? Because this is this is a question um, that Alex Rossi and I ask all of our guests. You're building our, a our podcast empire now. We're, well, I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. It's an empire. <laughs> we have a small it's show it's that a I colony. think four people have listened to so far, and, and we appreciate that. That's, that's the uh, that's the uh, that's the humble show brag. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm on a little yeah. show. Called <laughs> like four people. That's a very little <laughs> show. <laughs> It's on a little podcast uh, called. We're not talking about suits or dancing with the stars. I don't know if you heard <laughs> yeah. about it. We bought that. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, hit us. And, and your podcast is called Off the Track. It's, it's called Off, Off Track, Track with Hinch and Rossi. Okay. And uh, and we love asking guests this question. What? Because you say that's like the best purchase you've ever made. Yeah. What's the worst purchase you've oh, ever made? Oh, so you stole our question. So yeah, you yeah. listen to our oh. show apparently. <laughs> you son of a. We we ask people like okay so you're making some money now right what's the first what's dumb the most thing you irresponsible bought? thing, thing you bought yeah Pat McAfee had the best answer on our show he bought two goats from Australia oh that wins that actually that's pretty solid yeah I can't argue with that one he had yeah, to yeah. cancel the order the next morning when they called him back they're like are you sure you want these because we're pretty sure you called us at like five o'clock in the morning and in the we States. just did a little bit of math and the shipping's going to be seventy five hundred dollars <laughs> you're hammered clearly he's <laughs> like oh maybe I, not. I need those I need those goats though I haven't bought anything stupid. Yeah, we're also poor. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dumb thing? Oh, man. I don't know. I buy a lot of dumb stuff, but little dumb stuff. Like, I, I fall into these, you know, I'll, I'll fall, I'm such a victim of these, like, internet ads. Gadgets. Oh, or like, oh yeah. Okay. Like gadgets. I, I bought a mini so. drone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you can buy it in your living room. I was yeah. like, I gotta have that. That's, that's kind of yeah, yeah. like blew it once. Yeah, yeah. So it either breaks, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you cry, you you're break like, it, it, or like just it yeah. just stops working. So you're right. so you're the two a.m. This is the best flashlight you could ever own, or yeah. like a crazy set of knives. Yeah, you see it like on the like side that. scroll. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, what was that? A mini RC car? Yeah, yeah. it goes thirty miles an hour. That's hmm. that's interesting. That's a yeah. yeah. one. Any one of those? I need proof. I need proof. It only does twelve. Yeah, exactly. The best. What's the scale? Yeah, like two hundred miles an hour. If it was this big. I've had a I've had a tendency to to like sit down in my basement watching TV late into the night after maybe you know a bourbon or two. Right. And, Is and that your go-to? Yeah, that's what I've become you? a big bourbon guy. Yeah, same. What's your brand? Oh man, that's that's like asking you what your favorite child is. Right. That's tough. Yeah. Um, I found I recently found a this was a place in town called Rural Inn, a little liquor store. Owned by this guy called Ray, who's like an absolute legend. Oh, you're on a first name basis with the liquor store guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's, okay. that's the kind of level. Is that a Canadian thing? Or? No, no. Everybody just, calls just, him Ray. Everybody knows. Alcohol. Everybody knows Ray. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everybody <laughs> knows Ray. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And uh, he's got a very good, very good, uh, very good palate for bourbon. He does a lot of barrel selects for his store, and he oh, just cool. came out with a, a Weller Antique barrel select that is just incredible. Oh, very cool. So I'm kind of on that at the moment. How about you? What's uh, yours? I like. Uh, I got hooked on this brand because they did a charity thing where people could nominate. 
mm-hmm. you to be on it, and then they would give you money for your charity night. They basically like a fifty thousand dollar main winner, and then like five thousand dollar tiers. Cool. So I got like ten grand out of these guys for t- towards a charity, but Eagle Rare. Oh yeah. And I was Great like, stuff. and and I didn't drink bourbon at the time, so people were sending me like fans were sending me bottles of Eagle Rare in yeah. the mail, which I was like, ah. So it sat on my shelf, and then a friend of ours introduced me to. To bourbon, and I was like, you know what? Because that was the first thing I ever drank was whiskey, and I got sick off of it. Right, I was okay. Like, I was two young kids. Yeah. Shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> and so I never couldn't even smell it, and I guess I just got over that. And so I started drinking Eagle Rare out of my kitchen one yeah. night, and I was like, oh, this, that's this, not bad. This is all right. Yeah. I feel warm so inside. Yeah. But Woodford's Reserve is the main that's Delta yeah. bourbon. Yeah. And in Atlanta, you probably fly Delta if you're coming through there. So that's, yep. like, the, that's the main. That's, that's like the go. That's like yeah. the, the staple. You right. can find it anywhere. Right. I got exactly. Hunter Ray hooked on that. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got him into bourbon through through Woodford. Nice man. Yeah, I could do that. Sean, what do you? What's your go-to? Oh, I only drink with Mario Andretti. Right. <laughs> That's correct. Again, I, just, I think on the floor there, you just, <laughs> yeah, just dropped that, that name. name. <laughs> <laughs> Shoulders have been killing him. And, it up and all which day. of Mario's fine wines do you prefer? Uh, the Andretti, um, <laughs> the, what, the red one. Which, <laughs> yeah. Was that a? <laughs> what did we have? Do you know? We had a cab. It was a cab. Yeah, but I, I, like I couldn't tell you the year. Yeah. 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 It's actually alright. I don't. I don't drink. But we had the conversation when we were going to have dinner with him. It's like. He's gonna offer, and I think he was like, "Are you gonna drink with him?" And my first thought was, "Oh, f- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely." Yeah, yeah there's like a running so. joke, like anytime we have a person that might have a history of something going debaucherous for them. Yeah. So like, he's like, "I do, I do, <laughs> I do meth with Jeremy Mayfield." <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> it's like stuff like that. Who does yeah, it? It's like Richard yeah. Petty. <laughs> right, you gotta yeah, that's do what it. I'm saying. You gotta if do like it. Richard Petty lowered his hat and a dime bag came out, <laughs> yeah, all right, let's. let's do it. <laughs> wow. But it's so it's so funny. <laughs> I edit these. It's so <laughs> funny you say that though, because I've got a similar kind did of. Did you do a dime story. bag with Richard? I did a dime bag with Richard Petty. No. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a similar story of like something that I said I would never do, and then yeah. Mario asked me to do it, and I was just like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah exactly." We'll do that. You don't not tell him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we yeah. almost both cried on that that episode because it's <laughs> yeah. like so cool. Yeah, like, he turns to me, he's like, "How's that NSX going?" I'm like, "He knows who I am." <laughs> <laughs> like, cut it. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, you're on your own. I can retire. He knows everything, man. That guy's yeah. the greatest. Yeah, and he actually like we send him like our, our guest briefing thing, and he read it and was like, "Oh, they do a road trip. That oh, I love this." So he knew like the whole principle behind it. Yeah, yeah, and we're like. Dude, we've had people of no notoriety that were a huge pain in the ass. Right. And here's Byron Jetty. Like, nah, he's the coolest. Anything man. you need. Yeah, get four hours. One of, one of my favorite <laughs> things, and now I am going to like blatantly brag about this, right? Is sometimes when you're over at Marco's place, Mario will just knock on the door and show up. He'll have two bottles of wine. He'll cook dinner, and you'll just sit there, and he'll just, we'll just, he'll just let him talk. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. got stories. Like that dude, the coolest that guy dude has, he's forgotten more than I'll ever know. Yeah, yeah right. But yeah, he right. still remembers everything. Yeah. yeah. He's got stories from everywhere. Yeah. He knows every detail, every name. He's still mad at people from like 1962. Good. It's good. the good. greatest. Good. Robin Miller. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I had this question now. We're, we have a question we're going to ask you that we used to ask a lot. We don't really anymore. But uh, speaking of Marco, is Marco cool? Marco Andretti, I think, is one of the most misunderstood drivers right. in motorsports. Because he seems like a normal dude that got put into an interesting position in life. It's a very, I think he was born to a very double-edged sword kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. And one yeah. that I'd argue who wouldn't take that if they had the same you know, situation. For but, sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Marco at the track is, is hyper-focused. He's hyper-competitive. Um, and, that, and that comes across poorly to some people sometimes. But... Marco Andretti as a human being is one of the most genuine, amazing people. He's one of my best friends. Like I, I stood in his wedding. He is such. He's so generous. He's so loyal. He's such a good dude. Um, 
it's yeah, it's it really really bugs me when I hear people talk. Yeah, he gets a lot of grief from fans. It seems like yeah, and I guess there's also like that that obvious jealousy of like, oh, you're Mario's grandson, you, you know, and you had like one of the most successful people of all time in our sport. As your as your parent, you know, and your grandparents, it's, for sure, no one's gonna equal it, the, out. the barometer to which he's compared is just so unfair. Well, yeah, because like think about now with like the way everything's spec and and the same, and there's like you can literally like the coin cars winning races, and back then there was no chance of that happening. You had to be in the best equipment, and people would win by laps. And that's the thing, like know? Michael's the first guy to admit he's like, there's no way I'd have that many wins if I raced today. Yeah, you know, right. it's not that Michael Andretti's not a phenomenal racing driver. Right. It's just back then you were. It's kind of like F1, right? Yeah, you exactly. were racing against. Exactly. There were maybe. Maybe three teams that had the right tire, chassis, yes. engine combination, yes. maybe. Yeah. So you're fighting six guys can win any race. Right. right now we have 16, 20 guys that can win any yeah. race. Yeah. So for sure, it's a different it's yeah. a different era. Yeah, he gets a lot of grief, and I was, I've never met him. But I'm like, I wonder if he's just like a dude. He's such a dude. Yeah. Such a nice guy. Like I said, so generous to his friends. Like if, once you're in his group, like mm -hmm. once he trusts you, he's got big trust issues, which right. makes sense. Cause <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah the guy spotlight. with the plane and all the weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, he's, he's as good as they come. Yeah. He really is. That's cool. So we don't really ask this question that much anymore just because, like, meh. But uh, we used to a lot, and I figured you might actually answer it. Uh-oh. So if <laughs> you could punch anybody in the face in your sport, who would it be? If I could punch anyone and, like, in no the face. And, like, no repercussions. Like, they can't hit you back or, you know, you don't lose your ride. Oh, man. No, I don't know, man. Yep. He not, knows. Not He's giving just not up saying the goods. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What if you say a name, we bleep it, and we promise to not tell anybody? <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, we actually no, do. Ask, ask, ask anybody that's been ask, on the show. Yeah, Pat yeah. Long. Um, you know what? The thing there. Let's let's put it this way. There there are times where there are definitely people that I would have liked to have punched at the time. Sure. Yeah. But I'm I'm not. I, I have worked very hard in my career to like not hold grudges yeah. and not let stuff carry over from one week to the next mm -hmm. because you can get mad at somebody on track, Absolutely, right? Yeah. Like so a good example was um, Texas last year when TK took out half the field, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And so everybody was very mad at TK. <laughs> right. And he he texted me as soon as you know, I, I was out of there before the race ended and you know, he still finished on the podium somehow. <laughs> and uh, and he sent me a text after the race, being like, "I know you hate me, whatever. I just want to say sorry." And I just, and I wrote back, and he, and he's like, "Can we talk about it at some point?" I'm like, "Yeah, not right now." Yeah, I was like, right. "I'll call you when not, I'm ready to chat." The time. You know. Yeah. And yeah. then the next day, we were hugging and everything. Or the next week, we were hugging. And everything's fine. I try really hard to not carry that stuff over because that guy is going to be there next race. Yeah, exactly. and the race after that, and then the year after that. And that's what I say. Is that, that a mindset for you, or is that a longevity thing? Uh I think if you start holding grudges to everybody you have beef with on the racetrack, you're going to have no friends really quick, yeah, right. and all Which of a sudden, is kind of more of a longevity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's just it, it becomes your quality of life will, will yeah. I think, decrease yeah. exponentially. Yeah, yeah. Agree. agree. If you plan on being here for a while and you travel with these guys 20 weeks a year, yeah, totally understood. Yeah, and the level of trust you guys need, for sure, is higher than almost anybody else in the world's the sport. Mm -hmm. You know, what's your go-to? Like, what's on? Because my thing is like, I come home on Sunday night or Monday morning, yeah. And then I blow that day on like just relaxing, eating whatever I want, and watching like whatever I've recorded yep. throughout the weekend. What's your when you get home? What's the shows you're like? I got to catch up on. So, like I said, Becky and I finally we finally started Game of Thrones. Yeah. So we'll try and knock out one or two of those. Right. She has a lower tolerance for that kind of show than I do. Like so like interest or like can't handle the core. Interest. Okay. Yeah. 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 Tolerance that she watches it because I wanted to watch right, it and she like claims she likes shit. it now yeah. and whatever, but I don't really believe her. She's just being. <laughs> hey, a what's interesting? I've never heard anybody say they're not really that into it if they actually watch. What? What is it? Too much going on or what's the what's the deal? 
there's a lot of storylines. Yeah, like you said, you that's why like, I don't watch it. They I, need I to give you yeah. like a like a book. Like yeah, a you need a legend all the to things like that. Yeah. Exactly right, because right. you're like, like I don't remember who they're talking about. And yeah. all the names, like there's like this one family where all the names are really close. Yeah. And so you're like, was was that the that was the T guy, but was it this T guy or that? <laughs> right. And then that's the that's yeah. the S girl, but is it this S or that? Right. And it, right. you know, yeah, I right. sit there on Wikipedia while I'm watching, and yeah. I'm like, just name. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, that yeah, one. Okay, right. cool. Yeah. But so that that's the thing because we're not like binging it. We're kind of doing like I don't know an episode or two a week sort sure. of thing. It's yeah. even harder. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. so that's why I, you know. But anyway, so we do a couple of those. Um, when so so Becky's favorite and I I love it too is uh, this is us, so like that one's that one's happening still like okay. it's still a it's show right, going right, on right. until they just finished season two I think a couple weeks ago and but she's like religious about that one Tuesdays she's all about this is us. Um, is it you that was asking? That's the guy that's doing racing in the rain. Was it you? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, not me. That's the guy, the main dude there. Um, what else do we do? Um, well, what's your favorite mindless show that you don't want to admit you like? Or show that Becky likes that you don't want yeah, to like. That you, you shouldn't like it, like, but you kind of do. Well, Jersey like, Shore. Was Roger Hayden's. It was uh, uh, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's bad. Yeah. yeah. He's like, that's I'm sorry. Bad. But he kind of likes it. Yeah. I mean, like, I know, I mean, I don't think, I'm not ashamed of him. I love Big Bang Theory. I know some people hate that show, but I absolutely love that show. I Because yeah. I'm a huge nerd. Like, I'm a... If I, like, I wanted to be an He's astronaut. He's like the coolest guy we know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Dude, I went to space camp when I was a <laughs> I kid. went to space camp. Huntsville? My man. Yes. All right. Huntsville. Yeah. Well, I went to Space Academy at Huntsville. I went to Space Camp at um, Kennedy. Okay, I went to the one in, in Huntsville. Yeah. Yeah. That one was We also had freeze-dried awesome. ice cream. Yep. I got sick on it because I ate so much of it. That happens. Yeah, my parents like, just get, this is your one trip. So so I have, I because I'm like such a space nerd, I will openly admit I have blatantly exploited my position as an IndyCar driver to, to my advantage in my exploration of space stuff. Right. And oh, so cool. anytime we go to a track that's anywhere near a NASA yeah, facility, yeah, like, I like somehow convince them to do a PR thing. <laughs> and so we got this um, incredible, I, I met a, an astronaut through my old engineer, Craig Hampson, uh, Drew Fustel. Former DW. Drop. Uh, drop. No, no, Former this, DWR <laughs> alumni. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, Former yeah. guest. Yeah. I'm, I'm owning this one. And, uh, and he, when we were racing the, the street race in Houston, oh. I think in like 14 or right. something, he hooked up this like, like totally like backstage the pass yeah, 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 thing yeah. of JSC, that's and it was just cool. incredible. That's cool. And he's currently up on the space station. Oh, is this the guy that's tweeting all the pictures of the yeah. racetracks? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's so that's true. And yeah. he, so you know, a couple weeks ago at Barber, I foolishly admitted on uh, the broadcast during the rain <laughs> delay that I had you know pissed yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah right. exactly. You wear a diaper now. <laughs> and right. so, you know, all these people were giving me, you know, flack about that. I got an email oh. from the space station from Drew. Being wow. like, hey, this dude, gonna I get, I get, right here. I get we pee ourselves all the time. It's totally fine. I'm like, I'm totally validated now. Nobody can say anything. I'm an astronaut. The only guy that's got a cooler job than me has right. said, no, that's totally fine. Totally right. Yeah, we piss ourselves all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, the whole P thing. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, I didn't, it was it like didn't I think it was going to be a thing. My, my phone stopped working because Twitter was like locked up. I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, thanks. Is there an off-season and on-season diet? Like an off-season, are you a little different? <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think I drink more in the off-season. <laughs> but, um, okay. You know, we're, we're pretty lucky, man. Like, I, I, I enjoy eating relatively healthy anyway. Yeah. So, uh and what's what what I find what I find is that um, your your training directly affects your diet, but like right. they're they're like not inversely related; they're directly related. Yep. So the more I train, the healthier the I'm healthier gonna you're gonna go. Right. And so totally relate. 
during <laughs> during the off, during the off season, we're training them a lot. Like during the season, you train a lot, but like you're on the road so much, it's a little harder, mm -hmm. and you kind of you, sometimes you waver a little bit more. But in yep. the season, when you're at home and you're just knocking out days at the gym, you come home and you want to eat healthy and, right. and the rest of it. So, it's race weekends are always you know pretty strict about what you do. But. Sure. One of us. <laughs> should we just get into this? Yeah, just do it. Yeah. Uh oh. So I Rami, that's never good. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Rami. we we've met before. Um, <laughs> Under very odd circumstances. <laughs> so I run. It's uh, documented. It's documented. Uh, so I do a lot of sports car PR. Yeah. And I run a pit side webcast. For, I remember. Uh, okay. Oh there my you God. go. So I remember Rami taking Rami. over. So we. And yeah, calling we, me in from pit lane at like what, 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what you don't understand <laughs> is that we came up with the idea on the spot. Right. Like, like oh, Rami's here. Let's just give him a mic. Why yeah. not? Yeah. And so we gave him a mic. And he was out there without a camera. Yeah, so just, so we can't see him. They're just looking at like. Tell, we gotta tell the story I. from the beginning yeah. for anybody that didn't see this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but so so you know so there's the Magnus Pitside webcast. Yeah. We're there all 24 hours. And it's like still cameras. Like still can't cameras. Show on track, yeah, we're not allowed to see any track activity. It's all behind the scenes. Yeah. We've got a radio feed, and it's 24 hours. So we were trying to just That's come up with work. anything you can to fill yeah. content. Yeah. So it's like Lally and I, and we see. Rami and we're like there's nothing going on hey Rami come here yeah. and so we give him a microphone there's no camera following him so you just hear him talking and it's piped and in to the, yeah. the feed so the yeah. fans that are watching in the chat room or whatever and on the video they, they don't see what he sees right? yeah. and he's just talking over them Yeah. so they're like yeah we'll see you and he's like okay I'm just walking now and uh, oh I've got a guess and like <laughs> he'd been out there for maybe five seconds Yeah. and then in comes Rami with James Hinchcliffe. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys like open the side of the sheet yeah, and look yeah. out there. He's like, I got James Hinchcliffe, and the look on your face is like, Oh no, oh, <laughs> that <laughs> wasn't real. That wasn't the idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's you just like looking over to the side, yeah, well, like, uh, what yeah, because it was uh, one of these things where, where in my mind you're like, I don't know what's, and then you saw that there was a thing like, Well, fuck, I have to be on now, and <laughs> right, so you right, walk in like, All right, right I'm gonna play along. Yeah, like, okay, this is a thing. Hey, man, Robbie's one of the most hardcore, dedicated motorsports fans walking this earth. Yeah. He's an, he's an interesting character. Has he ever given you cat whiskers? No, I've never okay. received cat. I've heard of cat whisker stories. Yeah. I've never received them. Okay. See, that's new to us. Like yeah. When we met with Ed Carpenter, he told us that story, and we were like, wait, wait, what? Hold on. You know, Didn't yeah. he also, like, he's qualified for Jeopardy like 15 times or something? I'm sorry. Oh, no, yeah, this yeah. is new. He's like a, he told me he's like a Jeopardy aficionado. Because, I mean, you know how much of a vault of yeah. racing yeah. information right. he has. Yeah, right. well, apparently, it extends to, like, every subject on Earth. Oh, okay. And so he's done the, I guess there's an online yeah. test you have to do before you kind of make it to the next tryout or whatever interesting and he's done and passed the online test i mean years ago i think he said he'd done it 12 or 15 times right so he's right. like he's like really trying to get on jeopardy so <laughs> i think we should call alex trebek yeah we should and say look people stopped should. watching your dumb show after you shaved your mustache you want ratings Agreed. you gotta yeah. get rami we on got the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we can get you ratings we, we can have, get you hundreds of views we have what in movies they call a built-in audience <laughs> and uh, some of us will watch yeah, it's a showbiz term, Alec. You might not know yeah, what yeah, that's yeah. all about. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah, just, just go with it. So, okay, so you're not going to dish on Rami. Are there other Ramis we don't know about? Because we're more on the sports car side. Right. So he's already yeah, a living like legend There's like two there. or three staple people, and that's right. about it. There's right. a, well, so there's a dude in town here that is just known as Superfan in Indianapolis. Okay. Okay. Can um, you describe the physical appearance of this guy? Because <laughs> Is it that guy? Right, yeah, is it yeah, the yeah. guy? Uh, so he's, I mean, older guy. He's probably, I know. Five eight five nine, and he dresses up in the most elaborate, over-the-top costumes that are themed to whatever sporting events happening oh, in Indianapolis. Okay, and he doesn't look like he's Not from Duck Dynasty then. 
No. Okay. okay. Different, different guy. guy. Different, different guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. This guy, like, he's just his name is Superfan. Yeah. Okay. I think he's got jerseys to that extent. But I'm talking like he'll go to a he'll go to the 500 mm-hmm. and he'll be ha- he'll have a giant hat on. Right. That's just bejeweled with 500 you know stuff, and he'll wear like. It looks like a cape. Yeah. That's just the whole thing. Every square inch of it's got something on it, 500 related. He wears giant glasses that where <laughs> the frames are all Classic. outlined in yeah. race cars right. and all the rest of it. Right. And uh, just the biggest smile, nicest guy. You know, I don't know his full story, sure, but like right. Pacers but he's just games, that guy. Colts he's games, in, yeah. he's in Indy 500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just always he's there, and he's just he's just awesome. The other guy, actually, if you ever if you're ever at the Speedway for the month of May, we've got a guy called uh, Wolfman Chuck. I think I've heard of this guy. And Wolfman Chuck, um, he rides around on this like tricycle with a with a box on the back and delivers all the newspapers. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like you pay Chucky at the start of the month, and he comes by every every day and delivers your newspapers. And you know Chucky has some sort of um, uh, neurological condition or something, so you know he can't speak very well, and his you know his mobility is a little limited. But the guy is like razor sharp. Mm-hmm. He, I'm pretty sure, has multiple degrees. He's written a book. <laughs> like the guy is switched on, and he and he's so witty. He's so funny. You know, like he loves he and he like he's so sarcastic. Yeah. He dishes out insults left, <laughs> right, and center, and it's just the best. Right. Right? He's one of the he's one Wolfman, of the best parts of me. Wolfman Chuck. Wolfman Chuck. Have you ever gotten? I haven't seen all of them yet. About like when you were doing your show before. No, nobody, nobody's heard or seen any of them. Oh, okay, because <laughs> our, our our tell when we'll uh, like IndyCar is a perfect example. So you know we're not we don't we're not in the IndyCar scene as much, but I guess we're known enough that when I reach out to PR folks, right, um, the common response will be. I've heard of it. I haven't seen all of them yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen all the episodes. <laughs> Which is a pretty good tell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, oh, you uh, haven't seen our show. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. Fair enough. Weird. Neither has anyone else yeah. on Earth because it doesn't exist. <laughs> how's, no, that, how's that possible? Yeah. Well, we, we had – so uh, the last couple of seasons I've had a podcast just on my own oh, called Marinair. Marinair. Yeah. yeah. And um, – you know, we, if you ever listen to Marinaire, if you ever watched Marinaire, you uh, you know that I would ask every guest, have you ever listened to the show? And every single one of them without fail said no. And even oh, guys that we had back honest. on for a second time, like, like, did you at least listen back. to yours? We're like, nah. no, I still yeah. haven't. Yeah. So literally not right. one guest had ever right. heard an episode of the nice. show. Did okay. you have Derek Walker on? <clears throat> we did not have Derek Walker on. He's a, he, you should. We have, a, we have a fun time with Derek Walker because every time we see him, which is two or three times a year, we reintroduce ourselves to him, and he has zero idea uh, who we are. <laughs> what we did, <laughs> and he was on our show for like three so, hours. So it's now office. become a thing. We're like, we, we go out of yeah. 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 So we're now going out of. We're like, hey, Derek, how you doing? Nice seeing you again. And, he, and he's, he's like, hey, uh-huh. good. Re- refresh my memory. Yeah, and it's I was like, like, we had lunch in your office. He's like, mm, headsets. <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> and then he's like, I heard it must have been pretty good. I didn't listen to it. <laughs> I I can never tell if Derek actually like likes me or if he really hates me because sure. I did this Derek Daly impression on like one of the local news stations here in Indy that he's a correspondent for during May. Okay. And and I everybody was laughing in the room except Derek and then like he told me afterwards he thought it was funny but I don't totally believe him and right. I think deep sure. down he still sort of harbors a little bit of hatred towards yeah, me. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I feel bad about that cuz it was all in good fun, but Let's hear it. <laughs> Damn it. You did it to yourself. I, I was going to get a dardo out of you as well. It, um, he did a really good video a couple of years ago about getting in the Andretti Autosport car where yeah. you basically called around everybody and, right. pre- and pretended to be Dario at one point, I think, was yeah, the idea. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so I've been wanting to hear the Dario impression. The Dario, oh, man, that one's tough. I haven't done that one in a long time. The Derek, the Derek so the, the thing about Derek is we always joked about how he would like big up Connor when he was racing over in Europe, uh-huh. as you as your son, yeah, you know, yeah. as you should for your son, right? Not not in a bad way. Not and Connor was doing very well, 
but you know we we like like they're just going over the top with it. Yeah. And so we talk, you know, to go. <laughs> <laughs> My son Connor, the greatest American Formula One hopeful. <laughs> And we, we would just, we, you know, we'd just go on. So I did this thing on the news with Connor, and right. Tony was there, and Derek right. was there. And it was just, it was, it was funny, man. It was, it was a good time. Put on the flat cap and everything. Nice. And I had, like, the, the microphone from back in, like, the 70s right. when he started yeah, doing like commentary yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. My son, Connor. <laughs> so then a Dario impression would go. Oh, I don't know if I can do it, man. I didn't think it was that good. I thought it was fantastic. I didn't think it was that good. Yeah. I, even, I haven't spent a lot of time with him lately. I haven't. I need to spend time with the guy to really nail it. Right. That one I it's, can't, I can't do it justice. probably been a few years, but you once did a Kimmy that I thought was pretty impressive. I did do a Kimmy. Well, Kimmy's really easy because right. you just basically whisper in a yeah, monotone uh, sense. Oh, that's a lot. I thought the rest was uh, pretty good. That's spot on. Spot on. That's, yeah, it's you know, perfect. Just, yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but the funny thing is, and I've, I've never, I've, like, I shook his hand once, but never, like, properly met yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I hear that you, like, if you take him out, like, yeah. if you go out to do it, yeah. can't shut him up. Yeah, he's just a dude. He's I've just such a dude, thing. like, with wicked yeah. sense of humor. Right. Like, you just cannot get yeah. him to stop yeah, talking. Yeah, 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 I've heard that, too. I really want to have dinner with. Yeah, can you reckon? Let's take this show on the road. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to jump on. I'm just oh. gonna infiltrate. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna jump going. in. I'm gonna on come this. on in with you. We're gonna right. go to Finland. We're gonna do some. We're gonna peel the onion a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do a little blue sky this thing a little bit. We're just gonna go. jump on. I'm just gonna ride in the. Co- I'll just be the. I'll just be like the sound guy You're the hype for man. that episode. You're the hype yeah, man. I'll just, I don't have to yeah. be on it. I yeah. just want to hang out. with You're gonna warm him up for us. Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, now here's Kimi. Which just means feed him some vodka. Right, exactly. Easy enough. Open up a bottle of fuzzies. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Indy car plug. Absolutely. Right on. Uh, we heard from an anonymous source that you hung out at the retirement party for Jeff Gordon in Homestead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go on. Next go. question, what, please. Go. What do, you, what do you, yeah, I was there. How'd that go? <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it, was, it was good to see Jeff yeah. on his last day, you yeah. know. <laughs> so so Jeff Gordon's retirement party was uh was a great uh was a it was a is a, a weekend it was a whole right. weekend. Um so it was honestly it was the first time I'd been to a racetrack in a non-official capacity in the like very very long time. Sure. And um and even then there was some official things to do which is kind of where I almost got into a little bit of trouble because on the Saturday night we went out with the manager of a driver who shall not be named. Can you name the driver and we'll bleep it? And we will bleep it. Uh, uh, it was okay, copy. And copy. Uh, his slash best friend. Sure. Um, and, and this guy was hosting some very wealthy individual yeah. at the race. And they invited us out to this, this nightclub. Um, and I'm not a big club guy. Like, sure. that's not really my scene. But, you know special occasion i guess one in rome and so we went out and the scene in this nightclub was very very unique you know <laughs> it was bizarre this this gentleman had sectioned off this area was this like homestead's finest kind of thing um you have in miami they were in miami, oh, miami. Okay. In miami. Yeah. south beach yeah okay uh, all right and uh he had cordoned off this area and had sequestered every pretty girl in the club to be in his area and only he and and this this guy that invited us were allowed of, of the male of the male sex were right. allowed in this particular. Right. Everyone else had to stand around the outside and just look in. Yes. And, and you yes. Know. yes. And this guy had said, "All right." He said to the waitresses, "I want um, 
five bottles of Ace of Spades delivered every half hour <laughs> until I tell you to stop. Until I die. And and so the guy that invited us, um, let's call him Bob. So Bob was saying, uh, you know, he told us this story. I'm like, that's that sounds outrageous. That seems like <laughs> that an seems unnecessary amount of champagne. But you know, whatever, to each their own. Sure. And this guy, the guy that's paying for it, he's having a great time, and we're kind of standing on the periphery. And, Are you, uh, oh, you're not allowed in. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you're <laughs> hanging out with there him. There are exactly two in. dudes. We're talking over the couch because we're not allowed in that right, area. Right, right, right. And so are they like, handing champagne outside of the rope? So, so, <laughs> this is, we're getting to that part. So I'm looking at the at the drink menu. There was one just sitting there, and I noticed that a, a bottle of Ace of Spades, I think, was 2500 bucks. Of course. Yeah, so he's got five of these coming every half hour. Got to have it. And so, and so Bob, feel, it's, it's not Bob's rule that we're not allowed in here. It's, it's money guy's yeah. rule. Right. And so Bob feels bad that we came out and we're not really part of the <laughs> festivities. Right. So he walks over with a full bottle of Ace of Spades and he hands it over to me. He's like, here, this one's for you, man. I was yeah. like, dude, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm not, that's $2,500. I can read. Yeah. I'll take a glass. That'd be, that'd be more than, right. you know, he goes, yeah. he looks at me, he goes, we got plenty. And I'm like, you know what? Screw you. And I took the bottle and just started walking around and topping right, off other yeah. people's How are we doing, everybody? And, like, yeah. Yeah. and then I had, I, I was supposed to, um, we were supposed to be at the track the next morning for some meetings. Right. And we stayed out rather late and uh, ended up uh, ended up at a friend's hotel and my, my cell phone died. And I didn't know exactly where I was or how to get back to where I was oh, staying. Right. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. And I'm like, this is, this is awkward. And yeah. so, um, so I was like, I, I guess I'm going to have to walk it. Oh, God. And so <laughs> I, I went walking through the streets of Miami, and I got to this road. I knew that this road led to my Airbnb, mm-hmm. yeah. but I didn't know if it was left or right. And on a scale of zero to blackout, where are you at this point? Well, this was like, this was like, this I was, point, I was like, sobering out. Like, this okay. was zero this, to vomit. The, the sun was coming up. Zero okay. to vomit. So I would, where are you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm a two. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm hydrated. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. was, this, yeah. we had stopped actually partying a long time before this, okay. but okay. we just, we just been out. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and we got Taco Bell, and so that helped. Yes. And then uh, we can hang out. <laughs> so like, so I just, I just guessed. Like, I'm gonna go right, and I started sprinting because I was like, I realized that like I was a ways away, and this was gonna be a bit of a thing. And uh, I, I guessed right. I got to the place, but I was sharing an Airbnb with my manager, and uh, I didn't have a fob to get in. And my phone was dead, and I'm like, this is awkward. So I like had to like totally pull like a stalk the you know hiding in the bushes, stalk for someone to go in and follow them in. <laughs> and the security guy clocked me, and I like ran away from the security right, guy. And I got right. into the lobby. I was like, okay, I know we're either on the 15th or 16th floor, but I wasn't paying a ton of attention because right. we just got there that day. Yeah, we're like, we went right we, to we, the we thing. dropped our stuff yep. off and then we left, yep. right? Like it's 15 or 16 floor, and it's one of these three rooms. Yeah. So it's now a Sunday morning, very early <laughs> yeah, on a Sunday like, morning, and I'm like, oh god, I hope this is it. Wasn't it? Next oh, one. No. Wasn't it? Next one. Wasn't it? I'm like, oh, wrong floor. Right. So I go down a floor, knock, no, no. nobody there, knock. Some kid answers. I'm like, this is not the right, right one. Right. Knock again. And I'm like, I don't know what to do now. I the two floors I thought it was, the three rooms I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. I narrowed it down to six units in like yeah. a 1500 unit building, right. and I'm and I'm, like, You're I'm wrong. screwed. Yeah. So I sat down in the lobby. My my theory was, at some point, my manager's going to come down and will see me here. And yeah. like, so if I just sit here, he he can't leave without me. Right. And uh, I tried going down. There was like a little convenience store in the lobby. I tried to, I'm like, do you have a cell phone charger, charger or right, anything? Right. And they didn't have any for sale. I'm like, well, That's what nice. phone do you have? And right. she goes, I've got an Android. And you've got I'm like, an iPhone. I'm like, of course you do. Yeah. And so I'm just sitting there and I'm, I've like given up. I've like run out of hope. I have, no, I have nothing left to do. 
and just, except just sit there. And eventually he oh. comes down and sees me. He's like, where? I got the room right. He was in the shower when I knocked. No. <laughs> I was so that mad, was but we made it there on time. Good. Okay. And then Jeff's, night, Jeff's thing was the following night, which is a whole different story. <laughs> Who all's at the Jeff Gordon retirement party? I mean, you know, he's, all a, the, he's a slip as are you, but sure. he's like, no, no, you know, he's, he's yeah, been I mean, around. Jeff's Jeff's huge, and um, it was it was mostly racing people. Yeah. I mean, the, that you know, it was obviously everybody was. Was there Lewis kinda, Hamilton there? Was that when he was there? No, I don't. Okay, he, yeah, he was at the race. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't, I, he didn't to come to the party. Yeah, no, um, the star of the party was PJ Chesson. I don't oh, know. If yeah, you guys know PJ. I'm familiar with him. Um, Isn't he kind of like that guy anyway? Yeah. Like he's like the he's life of the guy, party he's guy. He's that guy at every party. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah. And so, so the, the party, <laughs> this party was at uh, the Versace Mansion in Miami, right? Very nice, yeah. very nice place yeah. down by the pool, like really beautiful setting. And we were we were walking in, and Kyle Larson and I walked in together, <laughs> and and he was like, and, and and Kyle's like, he fanboys over PJ. Yeah, because PJ was like, he was the king of sprint car right, racing. Like right. everybody knows PJ. And so, yeah, the best was, was Stenhouse, um, <laughs> Larson, and Rico Abreu. Okay. We all met yeah, in the lobby yeah. and went there together. And That's they're like, hey, did you come in with PJ Chesson? Like, is that PJ Chesson? These three guys, like three superstars <laughs> right, in the, in right. the soccer but world. But these are all right. dirt track guys. They're yeah. fanboying so hard over it. Exactly. <laughs> so we, we walk in note. and we walk downstairs to where the party's at and there's this pool. And I look over at Larson and I was like, how much... I said, I know, I said a thousand bucks says PJ's the first guy in that pool. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, all right, deal. Probably going to lose, but deal. Yeah. So we're like an hour into the party and no one's in the pool yet. And so I just walk over to PJ. I'm like, hey, PJ. You're not someone else jump in that pool first, are you? And he, and he looks at me and he goes, nope. And he, right there, he puts his drink down, strips down to his underwear, and just Shit. cannonballs in no the way. pool. <laughs> Everybody's there, like suits and like all the, all the women are in dresses and... It was hilarious. Where does PJ Chesson live? PJ Chesson lives in New Jersey. Damn it. Damn yeah. it. All right. Say, so what's going to well, hang out with him today? Yeah, when are, when are you guys going to be in that area for right. a podcast? Yeah. Soon. Yep. <laughs> he might be his own season. <laughs> <laughs> On that level, who's who's the guy that we don't realize is an amazing storyteller or perfect for something like this? Ooh. That's a great question. I mean, <laughs> PJ would be yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know how much of it would be usable content. 100% of it. <laughs> but it sounds of it. <laughs> We, we wouldn't um, offer him the bleeping option. Like, yeah. we'll bleep it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you don't. You have to tell yeah. us. I mean, so have you guys had Will on the show? No. Uh, we're Power? working on it, but no. no. Yeah, Will's Will's really good at telling stories that they don't really make a ton of sense, mm. but they're really entertaining. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I got you. He's like a kind of <laughs> philosophical guy, and he okay. says some stuff that you're not expecting him to say, sure. but okay. I, I find it very entertaining. <laughs> and sometimes it's sometimes informative, too. Sometimes. I got I love I love hanging out with Will, man. He's yeah. he is he is hilarious. So he's the where the f did that just come from kind of comment? Yeah, like yeah, you, he'll yeah, drop okay. stuff that you're just not expecting right. him to drop. Yes. Like it's yeah. like it okay. makes it kind of makes sense in a distant way right, to what right, you're right. talking about, but you just did not think right. that's where he, he was going. Fuck, with I can't it. think of the guy's name. There's a the third guy in the like Ricky Gervais, Steven Merchant trio. Mm. He's he's that guy. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I can't remember his name now. Um The Idiot Abroad. Yeah, the Idiot yeah, Abroad, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Okay, so what's the uh What's the best restaurant you guys have eaten at while doing this show? Well, uh, one of the best meals we ever had was Doug Bowles. Oh, no way. At the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yeah. Because he cleared out the, like, I don't know what they normally use that room for, but it's, like, right next to Victory Circle, hmm. like, inside, yeah. the, like, in the pagoda, the on the bottom right level there. of the pagoda. Yeah. And it was, like, a buffet spread of enough food for, like, 30 people. No and way. And it was just the three of us. <laughs> yeah. And we're talking, like, you know, Lobster mac and cheese, like chicken, steak, 
desserts, little mini bottles of Indy 500 milk, nice. like with the logos on it and everything. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, we, we're not this famous. Like, you, you <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you got to save this for real people. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to do this justice. Um, but we got to eat right, you know, in the yeah. pagoda on the bottom level, like right in front of the, uh, the yard of bricks. That's you cool. know what I mean? And so that was something we'll never forget. Uh, Brennan Gaughan's family owns the South Point Casino. Right. And inside the South Point Casino, which is kind of like the cowboy hotel or, okay. you know, casino there, is one of the nicest restaurants in the country called Michael's, named after his dad. And it's like they fly in food from all over the world right. every other day for this place. Right. And we would have never been able to afford that. Like, it would have blown our entire yeah, our budget. Entire like, we wouldn't be, be able done. to get home, yeah. you know. Um, and Brendan comped us the meal. He's like, I'm not paying for it. My dad is, you know, because <laughs> he's like the best guy in the world. But I'd eaten there before, so I was like, dude, this is like really nice. I'm surprised they're letting us go in there with headsets. Right. It's like... It's where the mafia ate right. back yeah. in the day in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. And, like, when we ate there with uh, – was that – did he tell us people were there the night we were there? Was yeah, that there was, was, like, yeah. one guy. Yeah, that, he's like, there yeah. was a guy in here tonight that has a history. He's like, <laughs> I would never say who it was or point him out. Barehand, barehanded yeah. strangled someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. He's got a hammer exactly. in his back pocket, yeah. you know. Um, That's pretty cool. But that, that was, like, a meal that you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, both of those were pretty incredible. Kyle's – I mean, obviously, as an IndyCar driver in Indianapolis, you're, you're a public face. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked to Dixon about this because he's – here superstar but he goes to you know two states over no one knows who he is we even right. said this with new garden that like he did a video with joseph years ago with indycar where he was like talking to fans mm-hmm. and same with alex bowman where they're like do you know who alex bowman is mm-hmm. and they're like no but here he's pretty good and what do you like, think of that joseph new right guy. exactly yeah and we were saying that you could probably still do that at some places and it wouldn't register but now that you've got the dancing with the stars a little thing show behind called. you <laughs> i was on a, a little, little show, show called dancing with the stars um has life changed for you publicly like if you're in the airport because i assume you fly still corporate or you fly on like a public yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, come on now what Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you have friends with planes that's true best kind that's uh, that's the the best kind don't get a boat get a friend with a boat don't get a plane get a friend with a plane Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. um write that down kids (laughs) yeah i mean it's honestly it's uh right after the show ended Mm -hmm. there was there was a big shift right for sure right um, I would say the lasting effect is there, but it's you know much much smaller. Like yeah. when we were down at Barber, we did an event uh, for Honda, mm-hmm. uh, a STEM event at um, Alabama University. Yep. And so we're walking through. I'm with I'm with the team PR and and whoever, and and we were walking through campus and heading towards the the part where the the Honda trailer was, and this this university girl just screams out from from yeah. having oh, lunch. Really? She goes, oh my God, are you James Hinchcliffe? And right. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> good one, good one, guys. Yeah, good yeah, one, exactly, guys. exactly. It's like, that's a plant. Right. <laughs> so like, things like that. And, and airports are, the, I think, the place you get recognized the most. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. why that is. But for some reason, like, you can be in a public place anywhere, lots of people, fine. But for yeah. some reason, airports is like, right. Because I got fixed. recognized as Sean Heckman recently. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Big deal. Congratulations. And, he, and when I told him this, I was so excited for him. I was, like, told me. I was like, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, dude, a guy stopped me in the. I was wearing our like our hoodie yeah, with yeah, our logo yeah. all over it. He's like, and dude, you were angrier. He goes, Sean, Sean Heckman, or he goes, he goes, Sean, and I said, Ryan. And he goes, Oh, right, <laughs> the lesser of the two, the other guy. <laughs> he goes, so even when I get recognized, it's not as myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that makes me happy. Um. Yeah, as you said, plus that, plus like the Honda commercials, because you're now like the face of Honda. But you've been doing that in Canada for a while. I remember going to the keg. The, oh, nice. Which is like a, Love I guess it's keg. a chain, mm-hmm. but it's like a, a nicer chain in Canada. Mm-hmm. We, we always go there. It's awesome. Get the Billy Miner. Is that the night? Did I get the name right? 
It's like an ice cream cake thing that they sell at the keg. I'm, I'm usually I just assume too full to get dessert right, right at the keg. I assume it is a famous Canadian person it was named after, but either way, it's he should be very happy with his tribute. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we were at the keg a couple years ago outside of uh, Mossport at the track, and uh, sure enough, it's like, you know, the Hinchy commercial where the guy's yeah. like trying to race you or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that's that's awesome. Like, they're really utilizing that. And now you get to do that here in the States. Is that helped as well? For sure. Literally. I mean, that's, like, that's huge. I mean, yeah. a national TV commercial in mm-hmm. the United States is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, I mean, it's a big deal in Canada as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's really because of the Canadian ones that I ended up on the American one. Right. Um, you know, Honda Canada, Honda America, very different companies. But... Uh, I've been doing, you know, I've had a partnership with Honda Canada for a bunch of years now. They're incredible people, great supporters and uh, of, of racing in general mm-hmm. and of mine in particular. And um, We've been doing those commercials, I think, since 2014. Right. And uh, we'll do a couple of year. Does your girlfriend ever give you for how easy it was to get your SAG card? <laughs> <laughs> Has that happened? She, yeah, she, I assume she had a process to get her. She, d- she does get a little, <laughs> she does get a little, she got a little, no, she did actually get a little doy, but she was kind of like, Oh, that's funny. I've never had a national commercial in the U.S. or anything, but that's, that's cool. You do you. You know, you just drive oh, cars yeah, and yeah. take my job. Cool. That's fine. I, you know. I went to school for those. She says in jest. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, that was great, man. That was that was fun, and yeah, that's that definitely gets uh, you know a lot of people end up seeing that and recognize you off those as well. So I know you've answered this probably a hundred times, but the Dancing with the Stars stuff. I don't know that people really understand what that schedule is. Mm. You know, the show, if the show is, I, I forget, but the show's like on a Tuesday. What are the six days leading up to that like? It's funny, you know, look, when they call you and, and invite you on the show, they pitch it to you as uh, it's, it's uh, six days a week, four hours a day. I'm like doing the math. I'm like, all right. So, you know, they, they move you out to L.A. They give you a condo. And... Uh, and so you can, you're like, all right, I'm like, I'll, so if I do a, an early morning rehearsal on Friday, have the afternoon off, take Saturday as my day off, and then do like a late rehearsal on Sunday. Where, where were you guys staying? Uh, we were staying in, um, right across from the Grove. Was a big oh, yeah, you're right there. Yeah, right yeah, right in the middle which of the is right, Which is right yeah, next yeah, yeah. to the studio. Yeah. Can you demand like things in your fridge? Like I need like 15 cucumbers. Yeah, I you can. Not. I don't know if they'll do it. <laughs> okay, well, fair. I'm sure they've had some. We can weird do that requests. here. I mean, like, if you look at, it's funny, man. I actually like when you look back at the people that have been some on that show. Some of the like, celebrities, yeah. You yeah. can imagine that there's been some pretty yeah. demanding yeah. people yeah. that have been on that show. Uh, I'm not. I'm not one of them. Um, and uh, so I'm like, yeah, you could almost have almost. It's almost like two days off if right. you plan it that way, and that way I can travel around California a little bit. You know, Becky and I can go see some places, spend a night somewhere, whatever. Nay, nay. They uh, <laughs> they they lied through their Hollywood teeth, their fake veneer teeth, because it was it was seven days a week, and I would say your shortest day was eight hours. Yeah, oh, nice. And like eight hours on your feet. Right. So yeah. so those days were packed too, right? And it was now now I I, I guess I have to kind of add in the, the the caveat that I could have only done four hours of rehearsal a day. But then I would have gone home week two, right? Because yeah, right. I I suck. I needed every right. minute of rehearsal I could possibly get. And you had no like theater background, no dance no, background. Absolutely yeah. not. I w- I'm a five foot nine white guy from Canada. My, <laughs> Fair enough. The most complicated <laughs> dance I'd ever done was the Macarena. You're Canadian, you know. <laughs> and so uh, so yeah, it's you're you're on your feet for eight hours, and then in between that, they have all these interviews they have yeah, to do. You've got to go to wardrobe yeah. three times a week to get ready for the yeah. show. 
then on the Sunday, so the show's on Monday, so the Sunday you have to go into the studio and do what they call camera blocking. Yeah. So you do like a really dry run of the... You're basically on the stage on and the they're stage getting the lighting. They can, and, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. And then show day itself, which is what they considered your day off, by the way. Right. That's six <laughs> days a week <laughs> counted to show day. We'll right. don't have to rehearse on Monday, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> Uh, you had to be there first thing in the morning. You do a camera blocking again yeah. first thing in the morning. And now you're doing all the East Coast promo feeds. And then, and yeah. then you had, then you got dressed. You had a full dress rehearsal. Yeah. So we we do the entire two oh, hour wow. show. Okay. Are in, the judges in costume? There? Judges are not there. Okay. Uh, they don't let you talk to the judges. Yeah. The judges. Oh, so get, they really do actually try yeah, to keep that. They're legit. on a different floor from us when they okay. get brought in, and then they get brought in like we're already on stage. Okay. Cameras already like okay. ready to go, and they walk them into their booth as they yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, introduce them to the field or field. <laughs> To yeah. the audience, um, so yeah, it's 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 a pretty intense. It's a really intense process. Like if you want to do it well, right? It it takes a lot of time. There, there's two things that always stand out to me on that side of it because I imagine just muscle memory alone probably takes a few hours to digest is the wrong word, but it takes like yeah. if you're doing eight hours, it's not like you can just learn it and you're good and it's it's not the next thing. Like to me, you would need your body just needs. 24 hours just to be yeah. like, okay, figured it out. You sleep on it and you come back. The yeah, next and day. then you've got it. It's like how many times you've been either in a new car or on a new track yeah. and you do a two day test and the first day, like everything just seems, you're just, yeah, you're just everything's alien. past you. You're, yeah. Just, yeah, you're, right. you're missing and everything. You go to dinner that night and you're kind of like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. if I did this. You show up the next day and your first lap's 10 times better than anything yeah, you did. Exactly. Day. Right. Yeah. It's that same kind of thing. So it's not like putting more hours in is going to fix it. Is No. Yeah. But it was, it was, ref- it was refining it. Right. So like the basic moves you had to figure out and you like, they would get better every day just because you kept doing them. Um, but it was like, it's the little things, man. It's like how you place your hand and like where you look and the expression on your face at this point of the song versus this point of the song. And like the little stuff is what made such a difference. It was so hard to get right. And like my 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 coach, teacher, dancer, Sharna, she was like very, very particular about it. She was OCD about that stuff, right? And so, and I wanted to do it well, so I would beat myself up about it too. And you'd go home after eight hours rehearsal and you'd be standing in your living room practicing. Still trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, right. Poor Becky right. was just like, really? What we're, are not, we doing? we're not done with that yeah. for the day? <laughs> this was our LA <laughs> vacation. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, yeah. it's, you know, <laughs> it's just so drilled into your head at that How point. often is there a camera guy in there during the rehearsal? So the whole time, there's just some dude in like cargo shorts watching you just jump around like an idiot. Okay. And like, that was funny. The very first lesson I did, I was like, I was going to be embarrassed to do this in front of the teacher. That's what I'm saying. It's like, but here's a sound. Like there's a union guy. There's like an assistant producer and a producer that are with you at all times. Okay. You're mic'd at all times. Yeah. Every minute of rehearsal has to be filmed. So at a minimum, there's a producer, sound guy, and cameraman. Uh, no, producer, assistant, producer. Yeah, so just yeah. those two. Okay. Those two at all times. And then sometimes there'll be extra people. Okay. Um, it depends on where you are and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're always mic'd, you're always there, because they have to capture every minute in yep. case something happens. Right? Yeah. Liability reasons. But ah, also, it's reality TV. They yeah. want yeah, it's they the, want the, it's the fall and break your ankle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just slapping people. Yep. Which I never gave them. <laughs> I was very proud <laughs> you of You get an inch. Never <laughs> you gave get them. an inch out of me. So yeah. they do this thing every week, right? Because they're trying to make you cry. They're trying to make you cry. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's the we idea. understand this. The sole goal of reality television is to make somebody yeah, cry. Understood. If you don't cry on this show, though, yeah, like, you don't. Done. You don't win. We're done. That's why no, I came to this show. <laughs> oh, this, this show. show. <laughs> oh, I'll cry on this show. Get That's over why. yourself. Our no, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about that little show yeah, yeah. you were on. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about a little show called Dinner with Racers. Yeah, but no, they so they they do this interview. They do this one like hour and a half interview every week. Right, because yeah. they they build your package that they play before. Right. You, yeah, because like, right? this week is the Disney the theme, and next week is the whatever. Right. And yeah, and that's right. you and Charna. No, that's just you. Okay, okay. So like, yeah. so they'll interview you by yourself, and every week for their package, they're telling some kind of story, but you don't know what the story is. 
Uh, right? You don't know okay. what they're trying. So you don't know. If Wait, they're so they're just getting sound like bites out of you, right? Without n any clue on context. Exactly. And so they have the. You can I need tell. to be going back. Yeah, you got to go back these, to this. They have these questions, right? And so they'll ask you a question, you'll answer, and then they'll be like, "Okay," and then they'll they'll ask the question <laughs> again. Let's try this again. And they'll change like one word <laughs> right, of the question. Right. And I just kind of stared at them. I'm like, "Are you? What, <laughs> is this, did is I, this how you do it? Did I screw something up, or right. did you not hear me? Like, or, yeah, you didn't say yeah. anything. So awful. I just say, it's, you know, I'm yeah. I'm yeah. Canadian, so I politely answered it again. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so it, it took like it, it was the it was the second or third week that I I established, and I kind of I I asked some people and kind of figured out that they basically their producers. Are, give them sound bites. So like, the, this is what we need on camera. Yeah. And it's up to the field producer to figure out how to get that how out of you. Get it, yeah, yeah, right. right. And I so might be guilty of that. By the, <laughs> by the third week, I just sat down in this, because it was an hour and a half interview, yeah. right? To, to put together a 90-second package. And so I, I sat down with a guy, and every week it was a different person, too. They switch up your field producer after yeah. every show. And so uh, I'd sit, I sat down and looked at the guy, and I was like, look, man, I know on that piece of paper you're looking at, there are 10 things you need me to say, all right? I'll level with you. Tell me what you need. I will tell you what I'm willing to say, and let's get out of here in half an hour. Right, let's yeah. just let's yeah, just yeah, cut yeah. The, right. let's cut the BS, <clears throat> and yeah. let's don't try to make. I'm, I'm not gonna cry. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna mother anybody. Yeah. You know. Let's just let's just get this done. And the yeah. guy, and like that guy in particular, was really cool. But he was like, "Yeah, no, that's that's better yeah, for that us. Let's yeah. do that." Yeah. But then yeah. there's some of them that are just you can tell those are like the super hungry Hollywood well, types. Probably that, like, that want that. Like, like, how, how do I stay? Yeah. How do I so stay I'm, here? I'm gonna beat this guy. You know, like, oh, oh, I'm gonna I'm get that guest. promotion. I meant there's got to be celebrity guests that are that are like, oh no, I need to stay in the limelight, so I'm gonna stretch this out. Oh, for sure. You know, like, oh, what do you need? You need crying? I'll cry. Yeah. Oh, for sure. How do I get the next? No, but there's a there's that segment producer that's really looking to. Oh yeah. I need to make this my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to make a name off this, huh. ruining James Hinchcliffe's career. <laughs> that's how I'm going to get moved up to. That's how I'm going to become. That's all I need. Associate producer, executive producer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So let's say. Uh, oh, actually, I was going to finish this up with the Honda thing. So I don't know that everybody realizes this, but you are the face of the commercial. The voiceover <laughs> is Fred Savage. It is Fred Savage. Have you got to hang out with Fred Savage? Sadly, no. Damn it. That was very much like uh, he did Damn his it. thing in one place. Right. Yeah, yeah no, I figured that's what it was. I'm like, but maybe, like maybe they had a thing. Yeah. No, unfortunately for commercials, there's no like uh, you know premiere party right. or rap party yeah, that we all could Somehow they're going to do like a photo thing or something. I'm like, I need some Fred Savage stories. I would love. Did you now so people under 35 may not know <laughs> Fred who Savage. Fred Savage is. He was on a little show <laughs> <laughs> called The Wonder Years, which if you grew up in the 80s was a thing. He was also in a, in a in a small production called The Neverending Story. True. Oh. Sh you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So going like wait. So full circle. Close the loop. Going back to Netflix shows. Yeah. It's I haven't. I, I I'm up to date. So I'm not watching it currently. But when it came out, uh, Fred Savage actually directs and stars in a show called uh, Friends from College. Love that show. Oh yeah, yeah which yeah. is yeah. awesome. With one yeah. of my comedic heroes, um, Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. Yeah. Love that right. guy. Yeah. It was that was such a good show. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. a good show. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like just thrust. Have you ever I known anybody from Harvard? Uh, yeah, it's not out yet. Okay, yeah, yeah. I only saw season. Yeah. Have you ever met anybody from Harvard? Because all these are all like friends who went to Harvard together. Now it's ten years later or whatever it is, but they do something that people from Harvard actually do, which is like I go to a little school called. Yeah, they mention that they <laughs> that they went to Harvard in every conversation. And, uh, we are so angry about really everything. Well yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get two angry guys. Like, you better you get, get two angry right. guys in a car together. It's the Louis. <laughs> It's the Louis C.K. thing. Yeah, the right. world is perfect, and no, and yeah, the world is perfect, and nobody's happy. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're mad about something you don't. Know. Perfect <laughs> example. You didn't even know existed. The MDX. 
the wrap on the MDX. Oh, right, right. <laughs> we wrapped the MDX for last year, and we did the big road trip, yeah. you know, out of our pocket, just yeah. to be like, here's an obnoxious thing about our car. And this trip is like a week-long trip. It's not, you know, the same kind of thing. Um, and we're trying to do that. We're trying to break it up into smaller trips throughout the year. So we just, like, literally hopped in my MDX and drove up here. So we posted a picture yesterday, and somebody, first, like, first negative comment, it looked better when it was wrapped. It sounds like you're mad about something that you, you didn't, didn't know, know existed. existed six months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I went off with Alex the other day because he was complaining about the Wi-Fi on the plane being too slow. Oh, God. Straight out of Louis yeah. UK. Yeah. And, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. and I'm just like, dude, yeah. you're complaining that <laughs> while in a t tin tube flying at 700 miles yeah, an hour right. at 30,000 feet. Defying physics. Your smartphone, which is yeah. smarter than the thing that sent dudes <laughs> to the moon, yeah. Yeah. isn't yeah. working fast enough yeah. for you accessing this giant invisible yeah, yeah. database of information. <laughs> I'm like, come mm -hmm. on, man. We're sitting in a chair in the sky. <laughs> so you can check Twitter. I yeah. mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. It's outrageous how much they charge for it, but that's that's a different story. <laughs> that's a totally well, different. Be real though. <laughs> you got that. Uh, you got that podcast money though. That, that young podcast. Yeah, money. We got that podcast money too. We get it. <laughs> so let's say you uh, win the. Probably not. Let's not call it the Indy Grand Prix because uh, you got to get ready for the 500 after that. But after the 500. Detroit is the following week? It is. You can be hungover for Detroit. So Most, so the you, winner every year is. Right. So you win the 500. Yeah. Who are you going out with that night? Who's in the crew? Oh, man. Does Ryan Lewis get invited? Yeah. Ah, all right. <laughs> Damn it. Ryan's there. Can we can we be his entourage? Like mm -hmm. Ryan Lewis brought his buddies? Totally. All right, cool. We're good. Are you going to be here for the 500? No, I'll be a lineup. Well, then that's not. <laughs> Don't they, do you not race on Sunday, though? No. But I race on Monday. Um, so you can be here Sunday. Hang, hang on, <laughs> hang on. Yeah, can Marco give me a ride or whoever's <laughs> got a plane? Like, I, I need to be somewhat sober on Monday. Hmm. I said somewhat. I'm not saying no. When you're hungover, I didn't say no. When you're hungover, you're sober. I didn't say you're no. You're just hungover. I didn't say no. You didn't say you couldn't be hungover. <laughs> Very different. Um, I mean, everybody, because if you win the 500, you want. Everybody to be there, right? But, but who's who's in the crew? So obviously, you know, like Robbie Robbie's going to be there for sure. Marco's yeah. going to be there for sure. Yeah. I'm really close to the Kimballs. Um, you know, Joseph and his girlfriend Ashley are, are good friends. Paginos, um, the uh, Connor, obviously, uh, the Dixons. You know, and then that ties in also to the Ryan Lewis kind of Wade Cunningham group that were you know good friends. <laughs> so there's like here. a satellite group of Dixon. Yeah, so well, cause, so do you know Wade Cunningham? Yeah, well, yeah. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. so Wade and, uh, and Scott were very tight when Wade first came over. You mm -hmm. know, he crashed on Scott's couch, and they've been, you know, best friends ever since. Right. So when we're all out in town, it's, it's Ryan and his wife, Sarah. Excuse me, Wade and uh, his fiance Rebecca, the Dixons. Yeah. Becky and myself. Steven Simpson. Yeah. Who you know. Yeah. And, just uh, became American. Just became an American. Yeah. yeah. And Christy. Oh, yeah. One more little groups. So the bigger question is where you go. Right, that, that was our follow-up. I figured it'd be where we had dinner with Ryan Lewis, but I can't remember the name of that. Um, Cat and Alley Cat. The Alley Cat bar? Alley Cat, is that right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. Look at that reaction. Holy shit. Yeah, this show was was yeah. filmed there. We filmed an episode we said, of they our have food show. There? We recorded the longest episode in Dinner with Razor's history there. I think I had a chicken salad sandwich from there. Yep. 
Because oh, chicken that's salad. Brave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really well, brave. I think that's what Lewis ordered. I was like, yeah, I'll do this with you. I'll get sick Alley with Cat, you. Alley Cat, I'm 99.9% <laughs> sure, is where he and his mm -hmm. wife met. Mm -hmm. And? And married. Right. So I, I wasn't sure if that part was public knowledge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I married them. Yeah, Did we know that? that? Okay, yeah. You're yeah. an ordained yeah. minister. Yeah. So there was this, actually, that group that I just yeah. talked mm -hmm. about, mm -hmm. we all went to Alley Cat. Right. And uh, I'm yeah. an ordained minister. Right. As you do on the internet. Yes. Yeah. 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 Why not? Like like said, when you're bored at 2 a.m. and kind yeah. of drunk, you right. sign up for things. You know? <laughs> go, minister. I got all night. I yeah, got no. all night here. Let's do it. And uh, yeah, yeah. So he took you there. That's good. That's, well, that's, you know, it's a nice sentimental place for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it was interesting. Um, somebody threw a catfish on the ice at a hockey game. What is happening here? Well, yeah. In a, in a jersey? That's something. There's a catfish. There's lots of fish. Why are there fish? Hmm. Is that something they do in Nashville? Or is that something they do to Nashville? Yeah, that's I'm very confusing. So if you listen to this, send uh, James Hinchcliffe a catfish. Please don't. <laughs> don't do that. I'd rather some Eagle Rare if that's what you're... <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go. Your yeah. Fans are yeah, there's going to be bottles of bourbon, man. Step it up. Yeah, man. I, I, I like... Um, uh, <laughs> We're going to start with those... Like, $100 bills. Yeah, and, one of those uh, wish lists, those Amazon wish lists that, that the porn stars do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a thing. I, yeah. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. Do you that, like, Stern? No, I don't. Like a bunch of his, he has like his group of like whack packers. He calls them. They're yeah. all these like they're his Rommies right. that call in, and now they've got their own fame from the show. But they're all still people that have like you know crazy problems in life or whatever. Yeah. So they all have M's on wish lists now, where they get people that just send them food and money and like yeah, I really want a large pizza. Bing. You know, like the what? Uh, the actress that I dated had that, uh, where she had an Amazon wish list, and like literally like three, four times a week, something would come in. Yeah. Just anonymously. Yeah. yeah. So. I just don't get it. <laughs> no, no. Like, don't. do you not feel a yeah. little bit guilty to just taking that stuff from somebody? Uh, it depends on what kind of person you are. <laughs> this is a it's former a girlfriend. This is a former, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Things didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, pizza, I guess. I'd all, I'll always accept a pizza. Right. That's fair. Bring That's James Hinchcliffe pizza. Yeah, and yeah, and a bottle of bourbon. I would take that, too. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, like, sealed. people ask for, like, real stuff. Yeah, sealed, yeah. <laughs> people ask for, like, real stuff. Like, yeah. Clothes and yeah, <laughs> PlayStations and other things that I feel like you should not be yeah. getting from people you don't know. So I'm nobody, and fans bring me stuff. So what's the weirdest, not necessarily in a bad way, <laughs> thing that someone's given you as a fan? So it can be weird, but not in a bad way. Well, I mean, it can be in a bad way, but like I just, they're, they're. I'm assuming their heart is in the right place, but maybe yes. their thought was a little bit misunderstood. Um. <laughs> I made you a doll of you, or something. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely had that. Is there a hinge so tattoo somewhere? There is. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I have a tattoo. Do you? Yeah, there's a guy named Brad Wergler in Austin, Texas. He's I my like boy. it. Yeah, there you go. That's my guy. There's a hinge tattoo. I've had. There's a couple people that have tattooed "Stop and Go" on their feet mm. because mm -hmm. of the boots that I wear. Oh, okay. My race boots okay. have "Stop and Go" on them. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I so I don't even know what they're called. Have you ever seen these? Um, they're like little dolls, but they're like their their heads are huge, proportionately large, and they look like like a like an anime kind of character. Yeah, I don't know what they're called either. I don't but know what they're talking either. about. Yeah. So, I had a fan make me like a series of those things, um, of like me and different dancing with the stars outfits. 
from the show. So yeah, I can't make the joke I was about to make, but okay. So wait, no. so there's yeah, like, I got one of those too. So wait, there's so it's a, like a, a it's like a one. stuffed version of you. No, it's it's a it's a it's a plastic little. It's almost like a bobblehead. It looks like a bobblehead. Okay, but like the head's a, a, a normal. But it's not it's, it's not of your face per se. It's just no, a generic, it's a generic. Okay. you know, you know, white guy with scruff. Yeah, you right, know, right, right, right. Yeah, short yeah. brown hair and scruff beard. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and and the five o'clock shadow. And then they like did the body in a in a costume of one of my outfits. Amazing attention to detail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of time went into this. And then there Too was there was actually another another fan brought one. Uh, I guess they make dog versions now. So there's like a little dog. So they uh, made one of my of my dog. Right, right. So now the little me has my little dog. Yeah, yeah. Just need a little Becky, and then like the whole family. <laughs> but that's not. I mean, that doesn't sound like it's crossing the line per se. No, it's so not. I've never even crossed the line. line. I've actually yeah, really right. really fortunate in that sense. I, I'll yeah. tell a story of someone else. They had a fan. Uh, th- they had a, a group of fans. And um, it was very, they were a very known group and a very engaging group with this particular individual. And uh, they, they, they would regularly bring him stuff and a lot of stuff and really weird stuff. It's like they would just go to the dollar store and spend $100 on whatever they could. Anything. And it was yeah, really yeah. weird stuff. Yeah. But then one time there was um, a bracelet that they made. I don't know if it was like a beaded one or like a, you know, a hemp one or something, but... <laughs> They gave it to him, and he like he said thanks and whatever because you know, he knows them and whatever. And then they walked off, and he had the bracelet sitting next to him. And then he looked at it, and he like picked it up, and he looked closer, and he was like, and he grabbed my arm, and he goes, "Tell me this, tell me I'm seeing something." And he like put it. What's in, in he, the box? He put, it, he put it in front of my face, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, there's they they wove a lock of their hair into that." I bracelet. knew it. Yeah. I knew oh. that was going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that one for him was, I think, definitely. Yeah, a that's that's. <laughs> He's wearing my hair. What's yeah. in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> so you claim to be a movie buff. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Now I'm getting quizzed. Did you see Super Troopers too? I haven't yet. Fred Savage is in it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. All the more reason. Yeah, he's got a great camera. I love those guys though. Yeah. Like that first one was so funny. Yeah. And that whole guy, like Beer Fest, and yeah, like exactly. those guys are just yeah. brilliant. They're legit. But yeah, the uh, yeah Fred Savage right there cameo. <laughs> I heard, I heard that in the first one when they did the chugging of the maple syrup mm-hmm. thing, which regularly gets sent to me in gifts just because I'm Canadian. Right. Um, that like that actually happened. Like that wasn't that was actually oh, yeah. syrup. Yeah, they, well, they were doing it, takes it, of actually. If you watch the yeah. deleted scenes on the DVD, oh remember, really? Remember DVDs? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, what's so, that? Yeah, no, like, <laughs> tell me more, old man. They uh, they tried the syrup and they're like getting sick, so they had to switch to like tea or something because they tried and it was like I can't I can't do it anymore. That's it. I'm done. I'm I done. love that they even yeah, gave it like, a Let's give it a shot. <laughs> what's uh, the worst that could happen? I don't know. Diabetes. So. Um, <clears throat> You do a fan giveaway every weekend? Yes. Where you kind of do like a scavenger hunt? Yeah. Is that your idea or did that come from somebody helping you with your stuff? Uh, that was actually an idea that uh, a good friend of mine came up with. And it's it's essentially a complete ripoff of something that Justin Timberlake did or okay. does. I don't sure. know if he does it regularly, but I guess he occasionally will like hide something in a city that he's touring in and like tell people where it's at so like he'll hide tickets right in a public space yeah, in yeah, that yeah. city be I've like hey if you want to come to my show tonight whatever right and like we kind of came up with the, the hinge on hand-me-down idea through that mm-hmm. like we're talking about that and so yeah we put together a little little care package of goodies and right. uh we have little custom-made coins for each race it's got the right. date and the race on it and we yeah. go hide the coin somewhere and it's <coughs> a little bit of a scavenger hunt to go find it what the what's the value on that coin uh of the coin itself yeah. or what the coin gets you well, yeah can you buy something with it <laughs> no you take it to the merchandise tent oh and then they oh. we've got a preset package oh, of like hats awesome. okay you know yeah, okay yeah, so yeah. you leave the coin right. behind and then they can get a bigger like, thing right. with it yeah occasionally we'll do a big ticket we'll throw like a visor in right. or like That's whatever cool. we'll, we'll get sponsors how big is this coin 
It's, you know, the size. Do you know what a toonie is? Yeah, of course. Ladies, toonies. Size of a toonie, right? I travel the world, my friend. You are a, you I, are a I, traveled I in individual. Canada quite yeah. a bit, actually. <laughs> you actually, yeah, but we have to talk about something. So let's go. Because you just, you, you said it earlier, and I wanted, I. Is it Mossport? I said yeah. the wrong thing. Correct. I know, dude. I know. I say it wrong. I really, time. I yeah. really need you to say Mossport from yeah, now on. Yeah, I really don't want to. Oh, it's <laughs> good. But it's what it's called. I know. There's Moss Corner. Yeah, no, I know. But it's yeah. Mossport. It's okay. motor sport. Listen, pal, I don't know if a Canadian wants to tell me how to say the right things. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. All um, right. Uh-huh. How do you spell color? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I was not prepared for that rebuttal. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Next question. Next question. T-Y-R-E. Uh, what is, is what that is where the, we're going? No, no, no. no. You know, Canadians do that one wrong, too. What is the uh, last letter of the alphabet? Z. Yes. <laughs> My dad's English. Oh, we got to talk about Thank your parents. You. We got to talk you. about your parents. Okay. So your dad tried to get me in trouble with your mom once, and your mom, being awesome, was like not having it. <laughs> so this seems like this here's, seems here's like thing. a weird scenario. We I'm had the same conversation about somebody else. It was Paul Tracy, but it's a little different. But follow me. We talked to was it Tommy Kendall was our PT insider? Yeah, he said to understand Paul Tracy, you have to meet oh, Paul's right, parents. Yes, yeah. Right. And I'd never heard anything about your parents or met them, and then I did, and I was like, oh, this all adds up. This all <laughs> I adds get it up. now. So. HPD uh, has a, a close friend that... Uh, the winery, is, right? Yeah, it's the winery. It's the Robert uh, yeah. Arthur. Yeah, I haven't been. Yeah. Insert winery name yeah. here. I don't even know what you're talking <laughs> Actually, about. Actually, let's not insert it yeah. so nobody gets in trouble. Um, <laughs> or maybe you get free wine. Yeah, or that. Yeah, we kind of already do. We go to that oh, they, thing, yeah, and it's true, great. Yeah. yeah. So uh, HPD, Hunt Performance Development, who I, I work with, they have a friend that owns a winery near Sonoma. So we go out to that race, and uh, we go a day early, to set up and all that, but then we get invited to go to this winery, and it's all the top HPD brass and a lot of friends and family and things like that. So uh, it was the year you got hurt. That was the first time I met him because you obviously couldn't be at the weekend, but your parents went. and uh, Or maybe it was the first week you came back. Like, Did you go to Sonoma just to be I, there? I came, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, 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 yeah. But I was still sort of yeah. poorly. You weren't there yet Yeah. because um, it's like on the Wednesday or something. So we go to the, the, the winery, and it's like, I guess normal wineries, you get a little bit of wine to yeah. taste or whatever. This is like, take a gallon. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so everybody's feeling great. And uh, there's these like short, uh, blondish, grayish man with an English accent who is like pouring wine for people. <laughs> And I'm like, hey, I'm Ryan. He's like, hey, I can't remember your dad's name. Jeremy. So, yeah, he's like, hey, Jeremy, Hitch, Hitchcliffe's dad. And I was like, oh, he's like, that's his old, that's his old lady right there. And I was like, that's his mom. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, nice. And she's just like a nice lady that's having a nice time. But your dad is like standing on the, on the bar. Yeah. yeah, he's like pouring <laughs> in everybody's cup. And yeah. the guy that owns the the, the winery is with them, like helping him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, pour more wine, pour more wine. I was like, yeah. okay, it's starting to add up. So I'm talking to your mom. And we're standing side by side. We're kind of looking at one of these giant barrels, you know, where they do all the fermenting and all that. We're like, oh, that's pretty neat. And uh, your dad comes by, reaches around me, grabs your mom on the butt, <laughs> and squeezes it, and then goes the other way. And she's like, Jeremy! And I was like, what? What? She's like, oh, he's trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Yeah that's, yeah, that's classic Jeremiah. Yeah. But yeah, your parents are pretty cool. As I understand it, your dad was in the oil industry. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm remembering this over like four glasses of wine. Uh, your mom's Canadian. Yes. Your dad's English. Correct. And he moved over to Canada with BP. Yes. Yeah. And doing very well. Yeah. And then met your mom. I want to say at a dance or something or at like a public. Like no, they uh, at one point they both had jobs in um, a shopping mall. Okay. And so they met. Ah, uh, maybe what? I think they met through a mutual friend that knew each other through the. They like, all worked at the same place yeah. or something. And yeah, maybe it was a, a dance party or, or dance. Or yeah. They like met that. and they've been together ever since. Yeah. So they were super fun and friendly to be around, but. Uh, 
your dad's character. He you is. Know what I mean? Yes, he like is. Beyond, I was like, okay, this is all adding up 100%. So, yeah, so I understand why you would say Zed and why I would say Zed, which yeah, I, I don't I'm do. I just say Z. I'm very but glad I knew that you, you even going. knew it, though. Hey, I race for Canadians. Compass 360 out of Toronto. Is it a Canadian yeah. thing to say Zed or coming from English parents? No, it's Canadian, too. Well, it's, it's so, they so say Zed? Everybody that speaks English on Earth says that, except the <laughs> listen, Americans. Listen, now you're going to tell me like the metric system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> hey, come on. You work in a scientific world. You cannot tell me that the metric system is never so much it. better. I never use it, bro. Oh, my God. You know, we brought in an engineer from the UK who's been, you know, racing over in Europe, and she's losing her mind. She's like, oh, yeah, just lower the car, you know, 200 thou. And she's like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> It is the worst. But yeah, no, Z is the last letter of the alphabet in okay. every country except America. Except the greatest one except that you for live the, in yeah. and oh are living God, in. Oh, God, that's your experience. Yeah. Every yeah. American I'd say that to, that's their only you excuse. You don't like to go home. That's <laughs> <laughs> How are you on gun control, by the way? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right, just answer this, good or bad, the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get into it. <laughs> we, we don't know Roger Hayden at all, and on the drive up, we're like, "Yeah, let's just talk to him about the basic stuff, like you know, gun control <laughs> and things like that." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where are you at on that? He's yeah. like, "What?" You know, he position would do, uh, on the wall. Who should pay for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> do blue lives matter? Right. Uh, I know you're Canadian, but you still voted, right? Well, I mean, I didn't. But but you did. But I but I well no I can't because I'm Canadian. But I'll tell you, if I had the opportunity to, if right. the U.S. of A. would allow me yes. to have a voice, yes in terms of who I believe is fit to run the United States of America, to me there was only one option. Okay. Johnny Rockpage. Oh, yeah, sure. That's sensible. Yeah. All right. We have a pass-along question we do on every show. All right. And we had <coughs> Roger Hayden yesterday. Yeah. Superstar motorcycle rider and just, like, super cool guy. And he asked, what made you more nervous, dancing with the stars or the stars? Dancing with the stars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Want to elaborate or think about it? No. <laughs> what was he going to say, though? Yeah. Or the start of a race. Yeah. yeah. No, not yeah. even close. Yeah. Right. At, uh, no. Yeah. Okay. And then now, is that a familiarity thing or just the fact that Dancing with the Stars was so big? Uh, familiarity thing, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been driving cars my entire life. Right. So, and it's also very, it's a very different environment. You know, like in racing, we don't have the same... Uh, we don't get the same effect that you do in, you know, arena sports of hearing the yeah, crowd and, and not, hearing and either cheers or boos you don't or have whatever. To play to the we crowd have a helmet on. Yeah. I don't look at them. I don't see them. I don't hear them. They're yeah. there, and I know they're there, but I don't really care. I don't want really to think about it. Care of it on the show. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, not you know what I mean. Uh, I'm very happy that they're there. Thanks for coming. Jim uh, clip doesn't care about fans. Please keep coming to all the IndyCar races. Um, but then you know, on the show, it's something you're you're not good at. Is a very foreign thing to you. You're doing it in front of a live studio audience and you know there's 10 million people watching yeah, live at home right yeah. so you can't screw it up yeah, so yeah, like yeah. that Fair. yeah that Fair. was yeah. let's okay. just say i don't often do tequila shots before i race but often i said well you know often. No, no, sometimes you have a really sometimes you have a really yeah. bad morning a really yeah, bad warm-up yeah, yeah. you know on sunday <laughs> so you just gotta it's the last oh. trick in the bag yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're p21 warm up bring it out let's yeah. go line them up driving tips by bodie miller <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're gonna have dinner tomorrow night with paul page Paul Page. Long-time yeah. commentator of Indianapolis. Uh, any question you would ever like to ask him that you could hide behind us on? <sighs> Given what, what Paul does and, and, you know, what he did for IndyCar and all the rest of it, you know, there are, there are certain guys that have their, like, trademark sayings, mm -hmm. right? So it's, you know, signing off, you know, Johnny Carson signing off at a show or whatever. And racing, the big one that I, at least I think about is Tom Carnegie, Tom Carnegie, when 
you qualifying for the Indy 500, and it's Andy's on it. So my question for Paul would be, if you were the, the radio guy, the, you're the announcer guy at the Indianapolis 500, whether it's a qualifying thing or a race thing, what would your, what would your catchphrase be? What would you be known for years and years and years down the road? Uh, you gotta go. You have to get out of here. Yeah, this, yeah. I've got time for one more thing if you need me. Okay. Uh, I was, um, well, I, I wanted to get some dirt on uh, your boy Bobby oh, Wickens, since we're gonna have him on, and you guys are really close. And actually, I have a real question about it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if this is pe- people have said that they've said this to you, and I don't know if it's true or they've thought this. And I think you and I are cool enough. I can ask. Uh, you helped get him in the, in the deal, and the thought that I've heard from people is that they were like, "Are you sure you want to do that? Because he's as good as he is." He's going to make your life hell and maybe outshine you. Right. Is so, that a real concern or real? Or what do you think about that? So, I mean, nobody said that to my face. Right. I know that people thought it. Yeah. Um, those people also don't get how racing works. Sure. Because they don't, and they don't get how I work. Uh, yeah, the, on, the only person that can make you better is the guy in the other car. Yeah. And for three years, I had a guy not as good as me yeah. in the other car. And I would, I will openly admit that I now believe, especially after a couple races with Robbie, mm-hmm. that I regressed as a driver because I was not being pushed from not having over yeah. the yeah. last three years. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So to make me better, what I'm really good at um, is <clears throat> if you if you put if you put two guys in a car on a track, it's a go. Um, yeah, I think there are a number of guys in our series that first run would go out there and go faster than me. But I'm really good at studying data, mm-hmm. figuring out where they're better, and applying that. Right. And so the only way I'm going to move up the grid is if I've got someone that can push me. And so like every session, there'll be two corners that I'm quicker than him, two corners that he's quicker than me, and then the next session, we're both faster. Yeah. That's how teammates work in racing. Right. So I didn't want some guy that I could just comfortably beat every weekend. Where's Hey, where's the fun in that? Yeah. And it's not making me any better. Like, I'm I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm, 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 you know. Yeah. I'm 31 now, like it's old I, man. You don't know how yeah. long you're going to be in this business. <laughs> sure, I don't yeah. want to ride around in eighth place anymore. No. You yeah. know, so I wanted someone that could push the team, and I knew he could do that. Right. So I, I gladly did that. If he beats me, good on him. Yeah. You know, I need to do a better job. So like, I think it's, I think it's funny that the, the to me the people that think that way, yeah, they're not real competitors. Yeah. They just, they just want to be the number one. Yeah. You know, which I, I don't care about that. I want the best guy to win on Sunday, and I want us both to push each other to the point where, like, if he beats me, right. A, what's good about it is, A, I'm genuinely happy for him because he's one of my he's best a friends. Good dude. You can just but then at the, at the same time, yeah. you're like, all right, how do I, right. how do I make that the other way yeah, next right. time? You yeah. know? Copy that. And it's been great. Yeah. It's been great. It's a very generic question, but um, somebody like Lena coming from P1 cars, which are arguably very different in terms of the kind of tech that comes into the way play. more technologically yeah. advanced. Uh, yeah. How is that adjustment for her? Uh, not as hard as the adjustment from metric to standard. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go, man. You know, jeez. Um, she literally has on her run sheet. She has a little thing like one flat equals oh, like this a conversion much. Table? Yeah. So she knows like one flat yeah. equals this many thousandths yeah, yeah, yeah. of an inch equals this many mil. So yeah, she, yeah. she can like keep track of it. Right. And you know, I'm sure that was at the start. I'm sure she's fine now. But like the first couple tests, she had this yeah, little right, like, cheat yeah. sheet on the side sure of her I screen. Do, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's it's a very different form of racing. Um, ovals were like a complete sure. like that yeah. that one you know it was it like showed up to phoenix for kind of like really big eyed like what right. is happening here right. sure and um but but at the same time a race car is a race car and the yeah. fundamentals are the same and so you know we we had to get used to like what the 
the magnitude of certain things was. Mm -hmm. So where, where she might be used to a change of like, like a like a uh, five mil ride height change is a normal one. Like ours is a one mil ride height change. Yeah, or right, if right. you know it's let's do four turns of front wing. I'm like, not on your life. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> please let's stop with trying one. to hurt me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's things like that. But yeah. um, that that just came from the experience that she had. But yeah, the, right. the, the the philosophy and the fundamentals are all the same. Right. So you guys have been strong. So, I mean, it's cool. the the teams hit the ground running, man, yeah, which is which is really big for how many new people we have right. in place um, on the engineering side, the the mechanic side. We, we brought in a lot of new people. It's been good to see. There's a uh, new windscreen that's being tested mm -hmm. on the you know on your current car. What do you say to? And I'm going to call them idiots, but what do you say to the people on the internet uh, necessarily, or you know, more specifically, that are you know, oh, I don't like it because it's not as pure, it's not as original, it used to be more like this. Yeah. Like, I, you've I lost friends and your skin is so in the game that you have to have an outright opinion about it. For sure. I, I try really hard to not play the I've lost friends card. Sure. Because I think you can do it uh, intelligently and with facts right. rather than with emotion. Good, yeah. And so when they say, oh, it's not as pure, you know, I, I'd say, as what? Not as pure as what? Yeah. Oh, well... The last race that AJ Foyt was in, he didn't have a... Okay, okay, cool. The first race that AJ Foyt was in, he didn't have seatbelts. So yeah. was the last race he was in, was that stupid? Because yeah. that car had seatbelts? Right. You know, it's just like, it, there's so many very logical arguments yeah. that make yeah. all those people sound like complete morons. Right. And so I, I love it when people bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, it makes me feel really good about me. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, you're just like, like, oh, that's how right, you live let me your just, life. Let me yeah, just educate yeah. you a little bit here, <laughs> yeah. pal. I think my yeah. favorite thing, when they were banding around the halo idea. Right. People are like, you know, that only prevents like 20% of the accidents that they would have, like, that's still, still more. 20%. <laughs> like, that's a... It's an improvement. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm still shocked, though, that's what F1 landed on, to yeah, be honest. Just because it's so visibly poor. Like, 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 like looking at it, you're looking like, Looking oh. at it, it's, it's aesthetically not as pleasing. Yeah. It's not as effective. Still stuff can get in there. Because, like, like, the spring got, that hit... Yeah, like, yeah. I got knocked unconscious yeah. at the Indy, or the Indy Grand Prix yeah. with a piece that was, you know, about the size of a cell phone. Yeah, right. That would have gone straight through that. Yeah, right. Or at least split into two and then still got you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it just, I, I was, for a, for a series that has way more resource, right. both human and financial, to investigate solutions to this problem, I'm very proud of IndyCar for it's coming right. up with what we did Looks because awesome. they did not, yeah. I think, go the right way at yeah. all. Yeah, I think, with the, and everybody that I know that seems to have an understanding of what it's doing that hasn't, trying to play the pure card, they're like, yeah, it looks great. I, yeah, I it think looks it awesome. looks awesome. It, looks like awesome. it actually looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I was talking to Joseph about it. Like, the big thing is the sound. Oh, because you now don't have two hundred miles an hour right. of wind noise. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. the engine is a, apparently our engines are really loud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. We had no idea. That's super cool. Super cool. I'm getting calls. Right, you get yeah, man. Yeah. Here, so let's, yeah. All right. uh, I would love to keep chatting. Yeah. No. Well, uh, we'll do it again sometime. Sure. But for now, Continental's uh, got the check. How about that James Hinchcliffe? And one of our favorite restaurants, the 1911 Grill, which this is like our fifth time being there. That buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, I get it every time. It. I get it every time. All right, Acura, Continental Tire, making all this possible. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Send them a tweet. Let them know you love us. Sean, uh, what's the song? Well, today it's going to be a band called Judas Booth. You can find them on SoundCloud. And, uh, of course, we're going to go with a track titled James Face. Sound Clown. Judas Booth, enjoy.